Hello everyone, it's Aquaria, and my pick for Miss Congeniality, fan favorite, narrator of the season, whichever we're choosing, is Monet Exchange. Uh, she's been such a wonderful friend to me and to all the 13 other girls. Clocked. A Mary. Please welcome to the stage, Sister Mary Aquaria. Sister Mary Aquaria. Now, we are obviously uh, guessing and mm -hmm. reading into it, but when I saw... The Queen's, this is from the Queen's reveal, like mm -hmm. who they voted for for Miss Congeniality. And when I heard her say narrator of the season, I'm like, where'd you learn that, Aquarium? Right, right. <laughs> is it the same place that Trixie learned it when she did that <laughs> Access Hollywood interview? Because I think she's a Mary. Yeah. Um, wasn't that interview we did with her? All um, right, Mary. All right, Mary. <laughs> all right, Trixie. All right, Aquaria, if you're listening. All right, Aquaria. Um, swim on over. Let's yeah. chat with you. Come on. It's the age of Aquaria. It's the age of Aquaria. If you're done with your feud with BB Rexa, let us know. <laughs> we can come talk about something else. Oh, uh, yeah. BB Rex her. Right. Like, Rex her. I, I don't even know her. Rex her. Ugh. Rather not. Um, I didn't. I, I had no idea who she was. I didn't either. And at first I thought it was And I shouldn't feel bad. Bibi. No. But I thought they were feuding with like BB. Oh, BB is like, Oh. No, 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 no. 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 Uh, rock a tee tee. Rock a tee tee. Ta ta ta. My pussy bitch. Pussy. I can't hear that song without thinking of Nick Kachanoff, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Of that lip sync. Yeah. <laughs> I like Trixie. I like Trixie. <laughs> um, anyway, Marys, uh, we are just kind of picking that clip of the week because. It obviously, Drag Race season mm -hmm. ten has concluded. Summer vacation, Marys. Yes, vacations, oh. all I mm -hmm. ever wanted. Uh, in the meantime, go see Head Over Heels, starring Peppermint. Oh, have you seen it? Nope. Okay. Well, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, go see Peppermint in uh, Head Over Heels, or what else? I you know, I just saw it's just gay theater. I just saw Log Cabin. Oh, which was you mentioned that interesting play. I feel like they, they're, you know, there's there's a lot about uh, trans folks and and you know trans issues and and gendering and um, all these different things. They they I wish that the play stayed in one scene and then expanded that scene. Uh -huh. I think they wanted to cover a lot of stuff, mm. but uh, totally worth seeing if you're in New York. Um, okay. Yeah, and the trans guy in it, it was like. Who are oh yeah, you? you were like drooling over him. I was. I was like, oh, okay. What does this mean? So um, nothing. No, I know. Um, it was just like, oh, uh, I know. I don't think he's doing it anymore. But I know Bob the Drag Queen was in Angels in America as Belize, mm -hmm. uh, which is a fabulous role for him. When I was mm -hmm. watching it on Broadway uh, this past week, I just kept picturing Bob in that role. There were moments, yeah, because Bob's in Berkeley doing it. Yeah, um, yeah. There were moments where I could hear how Bob would probably do. Yeah, it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Um, the, yeah, the scene in the hospital room with Roy. Right. Yeah. I yes. just thought, oh, Bob. Bob would walk in like Ruko's Empire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is the bus still running? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and what is the line she says when she takes off the jacket? Oh, and this. Oh, wait, there's more. This. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Marys, uh, we are back. We are here to just kind of do one last lap yeah. of mm -hmm. uh, Drag Race Season 10. Kind of just kind of sum up some things. Yeah. Celebrate some of the things that happened. Kind of what are we going to come away with? Where are we going next? Mm -hmm. And uh, just kind of kiki with you. Uh, we thank you for listening, um, obviously. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's that. But uh, why don't we... For you know, all intents and purposes, just tell our Marys what they are listening to. Yeah, give them that tagline they know and love. It's of course another episode of All Right Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Uh, which is of course our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little beady beady TV show. I'm Johnny, and I'm Colin, and, and I'm a floozy. Uh, my name is Nicole. <laughs> my name is Nicole. My name is Nicole Page Brooks from Atlanta, Georgia. I've been wanting to do that all season. I just need to do it now. 
even though I already introduced myself. <laughs> I was going to do it on In the Details, and I thought no one's going to get that no joke. No one's going to get that yeah. one. Yeah. By the way, all the Marys who've, who've crossed over to listen to my solo project, In the Details, thank you. Thank Aww. you for the love and the, and the comments on iTunes. Totally makes sense. Yeah, it, it, I felt like... Yeah, I felt like, okay, this is a good fit for the Marys, um, yeah. and I just love doing it. It was super fun. It's almost like an extension, or free extension, of the Matreon episodes. Exactly. with just your intellect mm -hmm. and your eye, which is fabulous. Sure, it'll yes. do. Um, that'll Everybody do knows that I admire you for, for your intellect and, and how you see things. So. And my fabulous yeah. rack. Um, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Depends if I get the contouring right. Um, but yeah, no, that's totally what it is. I feel like it's, it's kind of an extension of the Matreon movies, and it's yeah. the same kind of appreciation, but of like one scene, right. or one moment, or just one actress. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, uh, so thanks everyone who crossed over. Love it. Yeah. Come on, crossover. Come on, crossover. Come on, new podcast. Yeah. Um, I have another podcast. I'm kidding. I don't have another <laughs> podcast. We're in the world age of content. I, yeah. I have many jobs. Uh, I conduct a chorus, and I work for a publishing company. So it's like, you know. I'm, yeah, I'm good for now, and I'm just you know I'm just collecting alimony, so I'm doing great. Oh my god, yeah, fabulous, right? Oh my yeah. god, you're like every housewife's dream. I know, I know, I'm living, I'm living the Stepford dream. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're the champ. <laughs> you and Marco, me and Marco. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Marys, we are here to discuss some of the bests of this past season, and uh, we yeah. hope that you disagree we hope that you agree i think throughout our discussion we are going to be talking about um some other bigger issues that are going on with uh drag race in general in season 10 mm -hmm. um but before we get there colin i did want to um just kind of reflect on the miscongeniality voting mm. um when i first found out that monet won mm. i don't know why i pictured it in my head but like yeah she got six seven eight votes mm -hmm. oh sure but that's not true hmm it's not true. Do you do you know the No, I don't know the I don't know. Oh. I didn't watch that full video, so I don't know. So so there were uh so the people that got um I guess it was Okay. So this is this is this is who voted for who. Okay. Okay. So uh Monet, uh Eureka, Asia, and Aquaria voted for Monet. Okay. 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 So that's three. Um so yes. Monet voted for Monique mm -hmm. and so did Dusty. Mm -hmm. So they got two. Got it. Blair and Monique voted for Dusty. Oh, okay. That's sweet. Mayhem and Vanjie voted for Eureka. Okay. When Mayhem said it, she's like, my vote for Miss Congeality is Eureka because I don't know. That's, wow. That's how she said okay. it. Okay. I think maybe she kind of was hoping she was going to get it. Oh, really? Yeah. I think, I think Mayhem was kind of hoping that. Well, her name is Mayhem Miller. Right. Well, it's like, I think she, she didn't make the biggest splash on the show obviously compared to a lot of the other queens, but she was super nice. Yeah. <clears throat> but I don't think um, that panned out to Miss Congeniality. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, Mayhem and Vanjie for Eureka. Cameron and Yuhua voted for Cracker. Cameron voted for Cracker. Okay. I'm just trying to like think about... Cracker is great and all, Yeah, but I kind of feel like... Okay. I just... I don't know. That feels more like Cameron fan favorite. said that they like became friends... I'm like, wouldn't Cameron vote for Eureka? <laughs> mm. I don't know. I was, uh, you know, towards the end of the season, I feel like there was a point where, I think during Untucked, where Eureka was like, she didn't see Cameron in the final. And I was surprised because she'd been oh. talking about it. You know, like, we're going to be in the final together. And there was a part of me that felt like, and this is just like, this is adding fuel to a fire nobody needs. But it was like, did things change between them? You yeah. Know? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I expected to see more of like, 
two Tennessee sisters. Yeah. And I, I guess it didn't read. I think the- on some Instagram feed, I saw Cameron saying like, my rock. And it was a picture of her and mm-hmm. Eureka. Sure. And I'm sure I'm reading into the minuscule footage I've seen, you yeah. know, and yeah. I just, it's kind of like how we never really saw like the depth of Monet and Cracker's friendship. Right. But it was like, Huge, right. you know, right? Um, and then Yuha voting for Cracker, you know, I guess she was just really nice to her and nice after the season. Sure. Um, Calorie voted for Asia. Okay, well, I agree with that. Yeah. Cracker voted for Vixen. I mean, from what I've heard, is like she was actually yeah, yeah a really she was like good into the, the truth, yeah. yeah, but like a good energy in the room, yeah. Um, and then Vixen voted for Vanji. Okay, well. Yeah. Because she's like, Throwaway vote. Yeah, Yeah. if anything. Um, So, yeah, Monet only got three votes. Wow. And so it just makes me think, like, oh, okay, this is... It wasn't this sweep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I guess they they had to vote for two. Mm -hmm. Um, I heard this on uh, Sibling Rivalry. Mm -hmm. Um, They had to vote for one and vote for two, and I'm like, that's also kind of shady in terms of, like... Because producers then would have a lot of power, but I guess they said, like, yeah, you have to vote for two just in case there's a tie. Right. I'm like, all right. They need lots of material to create a story with. Yeah. Yeah, um, but Monet's very deserving. So oh, it's, I, I get yeah. it. I just wish it was like, oh yeah, she swept it. <laughs> I wish it was like Cynthia Lee Fontaine, where it was like a unanimous decision. Yeah, like oh no, it was her. Yeah. Um, but I guess I could also see how there there were a lot of potential miscongenialities. Sure. I mean, if we think about yeah, certainly Asia, certainly Monique, certainly Monet, certainly Dusty, even yeah. Blair. You know, like right. there were a lot of good energy queens in the room. Yeah. Oh, Blair. Yeah. Blair voted for Dusty. That's yeah. sweet. Yeah. yeah. And I love that. Uh, Dusty and Monique voted for each other because they're like besties now. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but Dusty's been bringing Monique to like Broadway shows and stuff like oh, that. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, I, I love these little friendships that yeah, are happening. Yeah. Little, come on, season 10 sisters. Right. I mean, I feel like they went through it. They went through a season. Oh, yeah. So like... And an after season. Right, right. Yeah. And like we talk about that all the time and we've talked about this with, with the queens we've interviewed. It's like no one else knows this experience the way your fellow queens do. And right. so you come out of something with a unique experience that only a handful of people have. Exactly. So uh, this season in particular just felt like it was a lot. It was extra. Yeah. And so mo- even more important to find your like buddies in this crowd. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. And you know, you do hope that they all have buddies mm-hmm. uh, and that, you know, whether I, I know that the Vixen and Eureka like have a professional relationship and mm-hmm. that's how they function. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I do hope that they all have little buddies. Well, did you you saw those the the little clips of the sort of duo conversations before the finale? There's like Cracker and no, I miss those. Oh my god, they're great. All of the the Monique and Vixen one is great. It's a great because we just don't get to see the side of the Vixen. Is that she really is super charming? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Super like sweet and like. This felt real. Uh-huh. And also it was like, she's not in the pressure cooker. Right. So like, I'm not going to judge you on Drag Race for who you are. Yeah. Because I would not be myself. Sure. I'd be the worst version of myself. Yeah. So I get it. Um, but the Monet and Cracker one is great because it's like, oh, there you guys are. You're your little friends. Yeah. yeah. Little guys. Yeah. And um, there was, what were the other ones? Oh, it was Eureka and Aquaria, which oh. was... Interesting. Aquaria was just like, she was just so funny. She was just coming with the reads, but like, she's a gentle reader. Okay. Um, so it was cute. Uh, and I think it was, what was, I didn't watch all of them, but um, in any event, yeah, they're, they're worth watching for what we're talking about now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. And if you're not listening, Mary's to Sibling Rivalry uh, podcast, like, I'm sure you are. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's doing very well. It's a very successful podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they, I, it's so cute to see Bob and Monet uh, and their friendship because it is like a deep love friendship. Yeah. But it's very much like older brother, little mm-hmm. brother thing where Bob is 
always picking on Monet. Monet cannot get away with anything. It's yeah, nothing. So, yeah. yeah. And, and when she gets like something in, I'm like, yes. Yeah. As like as a little brother, yeah, I'm like, yeah, oh yeah. yes. Totally right. And of as, course, you're yeah. a little brother. Yeah. Right. As a little brother and and loving Monet, I'm like, oh good. Yeah. One for us. Yeah. Um, I, I I do think it's funny when uh I think in this last one, um I, Monet was he held strong on uh, believing that his outfit was fantastic. Not the sponge dress, but like some other look. Was it that feather look? Um, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe it was the feather look. And he kept saying like, uh, oh, no, 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 no. You know what it was? When he when he won Miss Congeniality, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, yeah, everybody went crazy when I said soak it up, bitches. Oh. And Bob's like, no, no, no. They would have, they, they didn't go crazy for what you said. They would have gone crazy no matter what you said. They right. were just happy that you won Miss Congeniality. Right. And he's like, do you really think that like what you said created that reaction? And Monet's like, yes. That, yes, like, I, yes, I do. That if she had said something yeah. else, <laughs> if she just said like, no exchanges. Right, 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 right. <laughs> or know? just, woo. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we put these back on. Yeah, and yeah. Bob's like, no, they would have gone crazy no matter what. And, you know, Monet's like, no, 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 it's what I said. Yeah. It's what I said was groundbreaking. <laughs> right. And I, I love Monet's conviction. because <laughs> Yes, it was conviction. Because you also kind of know she's like, I have to just sell yeah, this exactly. garment. <laughs> I don't know if it fits, but I'm selling it. And I love that about her. Um, like, yes, Bob. Yeah. Yes. What I, I didn't finish that episode, but I do, I felt so validated when Monet was talking about the kid from 13 Reasons Why. Oh, yes. And how they had to like drag answers out of him. He, he, he wouldn't say anything. Miles yeah. Heiser. Yeah. And she was like, oh, this this kid from 13 Reasons Why. It was like, and I was like, yes, I yeah. knew I was right about this. Even on the podcast with What's the Tea, oh. it was like, oh God, they're like right. talking to this child, you right. know, it was yeah. worse than um, Simone. Yeah. I mean, and I just felt like. You know, obviously we we are supportive of quieter people and whatnot, but it's like, girl, you got a job to do, and if you're gonna go on Drag Race, then like, drag it up. Yeah, if you're a if you're a judge, like, talk, do your job. Yeah, 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 yeah. do your job. Yeah, it's yeah. Miranda Priestly. Um, yeah, <laughs> do your job. Yeah, as Jasmine Masters would, Masters would say, get do that job, get that job. <laughs> Hello, Burger King. Are you hiring? What kind of job, Mary? Anything. I'm into any type of job. Just get your jush. Blow job or a rim job or yeah. a hand job. Yeah. A, a nose, nose job. job. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my nose. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Jan. Sure, Jan. Um, all right. So let's get these superlatives started. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the easiest one to discuss is favorite lip sync mm. of the season. Obviously, there's some high rollers. The mm-hmm. one that comes to mind that like isn't my favorite but was like, wow, was... Uh, was celebrity by oh, whole? Yeah, totally. That was definitely like Mayhem Miller, the dark horse of the season. Yeah, because um, you know Yuha really strummed that guitar. Yeah, yeah. she really compromised Strum that your one. heartstrings. Uh, she, yeah, she, I think she almost broke one. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, Mayhem. I feel like that's um, that's something that you know. I know we have a category for deep cuts of the season, but that's one I think. We have to go back and remember yeah. how good it was. Right, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. I mean, when she she ripped those feathers off, there was no split. Mm-mm. There was no handspring. There mm-hmm. were, you know, it was yeah. it was just this one gag. Yeah, and it, it worked, and it was different. Her it, eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, she was great. Well, and I think that was where we really got to see. Oh, you are drag legends, Mayhem Miller. Yes, got it. Yes, and I'm so glad we got an opportunity to see that for sure. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, the Meryl Streep of the lip syncs was pound the alarm. Yes. Obviously. Yes, Monet and Dustin. Mm-hmm. But I also have to say, I love Groove is in the Heart. You do? I know. So I just recently <clears throat> watched that. And I think Asia does a great job being kind of quirky. She's not 
She's not amazing, mm-hmm. um, but she has some cool leg moves. Mm-hmm. Okay, and there's that one that like one, two, two three, three, and <laughs> right, and then like the with the foreground and the background. I yeah. just adore that moment. Yeah, adore Delano. I adore Delano um, that moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. No, I party. Um, I there's just it, it wasn't. I feel like it could have been more in mm-hmm. her mouth and in mm-hmm. her face, and it just wasn't always there. Well, my Monet exchange conviction okay. is that it was great. So it was amazing? It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, clearly it was uh, Pound the Alarm yeah. by Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. Monet, that will go down mm-hmm. in in the books. is like top five gags. Yes. When they show things like Coco with the sleeves. Yes. Or the shit Alyssa would pull. or um, From now on. from Yeah, exactly. There's so many moments that like, and like, like specific moments in lip syncs, I always feel like, like whenever Jiggly would do like a jump split. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and Weren't we together <clears throat> watching that live? Pound the Alarm, yes. Yes. Yes, because we lost our shit. You w- we went crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was like, oh, this needs to happen. And then it happened. <laughs> and then it happened. I mean. The happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, what ha- happened. What ha- happened was yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Monet uh, pounded that alarm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that will be remembered mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, favorite main challenge, Mary? You know, I think it really was the unconventional materials challenge. Oh, really? Which I'm surprised. I'm surprised you say that. I know. It's not my usual uh, cup of soup. I think that's reflective of the season. I think that's reflective of, you know, Mary's. I think we all... It was a bit of a slog in the second half at points. Okay. And I feel like that tempered my excitement about the challenges. But then when I really think about it, you know, the breast world was a, with the script was strange. Um, you know, what else? The, the later challenges. Tap that app. Tap that app, I think, needed some some writing work. For me, the one that kind of bombed the most was Farmer Rusical because it mm-hmm. was it's a lip sync one. And mm-hmm. I always love those. Me too. And mm-hmm. there was so many... And Alyssa Edwards choreographed it. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was set up for success, and it just wasn't that good. Well, that's it exactly. wasn't funny. It wasn't. It was not. I mean, when you think of Bitch Perfect and you think of Glamazonian yes. Airways, Bitch Perfect. I love both of them. Glamazonian Airways. Yes, mm-hmm. I think they both have so many highlights. Like when I think of Glamazonian Airways, Ba-dee-da. I was just going to bring <laughs> that up. There was none of that in Conf- in, in Conflama in any of them. Yeah. In any of the performances. Yeah. Um, it just yeah it. Farmer Rusical was probably one of the biggest disappointments because yeah, so. my hopes were so high. So for me, I well, first of all, I thought you were going to put the makeover challenge. <gasps> oh, I forgot about the makeover challenge. How could you forget about the makeover challenge, Mary? I know. That's uh, when you have uh, Cracker. Yeah. What was Cracker's? Uh, Miss, Miss Cookie? Miss Cookie, yes. No, you're right. I uh, You're right. I did love the makeover challenge. Great episode. It was. And RuPaul was on in the workroom. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. I guess Monet went home, so I guess I don't love that. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, but yes, I, you're right. The makeover challenge is a lot better than I remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite main challenge, uh, this wasn't uh, hard for me to decide, was the Bossy Rossi show. Like, I want that mm-hmm. to come back. I think the nuance of Ross Matthews on that show, mm-hmm. picking up all of the... Sally Jesse Raphael, uh, Ricky Lake uh, slash Jerry Springer kind of isms mm-hmm. was so well done. Yeah. And I, I laughed out loud at most of, if not all of the little sketches. Mm-hmm. Um, just that moment when he says, um, a sick queen. Right. Yeah. Uh, and oh, and yeah. then when he's like t- telling Blair with his like hand on his chin, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah. well, 
you know, she's been, uh, he's been seeing somebody else. Yeah, she's been uh, seeing somebody else. Sorry to break this to you. I yeah. have some sad news. I just, I, I thought he did so mm-hmm. well. Oh, he was great. I, I love that challenge. And Monique was so mm-hmm. funny in that. Yeah, it's a great challenge because there's enough framework that you don't have to figure out too many of the details to then just go and play. Yeah. And so, like, they didn't have to come up. They probably didn't have to come up with. They didn't have to come up with the characters. Right. They didn't have to come up really, even probably with the costumes that much. It was just like improv. Yeah. 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 They didn't have the. Yeah. Exactly. It didn't the, matter. The pickle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They had the pickle. I mean, they had the baby stuff. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the details have been figured out, so they could we could just see how do they improv. Yeah. Um. Maybe I didn't love that one because Monet didn't do well. Well, I, you know, <laughs> if you watch it again, mm-hmm. sure, she could have done better, but mm-hmm. like she's still adorable, Monet. Well, exactly. Where she's yeah. just kind of like. Mm-hmm. Quietly eating her padding. I'm just right. like that. She's really a pizza. Sweet. She, yeah, she's a pizza queen. Even when it's not great, it's still good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. pizza queen. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a great little pizza term queen. for her. pizza queen. Pizza yeah. queens. Yeah, even when it's not great, it's still great. Yeah. Well, I call Marco a pizza baby. Oh, pizza so, baby. A little pizza okay. baby. Yeah. So he's pizza <laughs> queen. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So makeover challenge, bossy ratio. I mean, so the worst one for me was Farmer Rusical. Hmm. The worst challenge. I mean, tap that app. I know that we came up with a bunch of other options Mm -hmm. which i liked doing Mm -hmm. um but yeah that and that that challenge was also kind of like misguided Mm -hmm. or like confusing yeah i think i think that was kind of a problem with a lot of them is that farmer rusical and tap that app there was a little bit of like things got a little lost in the way in the translation right breast world i think things got lost breast world was yeah it just wasn't it it wasn't written well Mm -hmm. i you know i didn't mind the share Thing. I didn't mm-hmm. mind it. I didn't mind it. I didn't, I didn't queen out. Right. Mm-hmm. Snatch Game. It's interesting that Snatch Game isn't on my favorite list mm-hmm. because I I loved Monet and I loved Aquaria and I loved Eureka. Like I thought mm-hmm. they were hilarious. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But it's it, it, it's it's almost like because there are there are other episodes of Snatch Game where you have three amazing ones mm-hmm. uh, that are and it's great because we have three amazing performances. Yeah. But they weren't, uh, the, the, the bad ones were so bad mm-hmm. that it reminded me of like season four Snatch Game. Yeah. Where it's like, oh God, this isn't a team sport, Asia. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the thing is like once the, the Asia Vixen dynamic was happening, it was just like, it felt similar to like season four with like Fifi, you know, give a twirl, give a twirl. Right. Or like, um, what's her name? Jiggly, you know. Smush, 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 smush. Where it was smush. like the level of unprofessionalism was yeah. far too much. Yeah, Asia did too much. And mm-hmm. I hate that um, Eureka got all the brunt from the Vixen. Mm-hmm. It w- and, and But Monique certainly called that shit out. She's yeah. like, oh, she's just mad because she did well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and Asia was the one that was, you know, I, right. I was like, okay, Monet, again, right. narrator of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know why the Vixen, like, purposely was like, no, you were unprofessional. It's like, girl. Yeah, yeah, it's like Asia was the one who, yeah. who I mean. She was unprepared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and was the one who dragged the vixen down with her. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Certainly. Um, and then social media kings we talked about. Evil Twins, we didn't like it because it was like this. Uh, the, yeah. It didn't go where we needed it to go. And it was also that weird like editing thing mm-hmm. like they did with the in season nine. Yeah, with the, the, the princesses. The, the, yeah, the sidekicks. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that they were like interacting with the evil twin character. Yeah, and not the and, queen. Yeah, and it was like, but this is an episode about your real shit. Right. How are these people, this top five, you know, of queens, how, what, are they going to stay in character to say who should go right. home? Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, like the, the romper room fuckery. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, to, to give Latrice all the quotes she sure, needs. Sure, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so so that those are our, our main challenge kind mm-hmm. of thoughts. Uh, favorite mini challenge? 
I really, I'm, I could be forgetting some, but I think that whole mask drag one, the, the, oh, I thought that was so funny. Okay. I thought Eureka, that was like my favorite Eureka moment. Sure. She was, you know, you I, wanted her to get it too. Well, I didn't, I didn't want to like that. <laughs> that doesn't, that doesn't cook my noodles. No, oh, it doesn't cook um, your noodles, Mary. I feel like of all of those. <laughs> Yeah, that didn't cook my noodles. Oh. Um, no, I think <laughs> not the, even al dente. No, no, they were they were definitely like they weren't hard as a rock. I'll tell you that. But they just they just too much water and on a flour. I don't know what. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Semolina. Like, I want I my noodles to press, but I don't want them to feel like they're levitating. Right. I don't want them to stick. You know. I just want them to press. And so with pesto with, sauce, with pesto sauce, <laughs> I did not want her pesto sauce between my two buttons. I can confirm that. Um, uh, no, I think. I mean, Asia, Asia was Asia O'Hara, the those one. fucking yes. lips. Are you yes, kidding me? That was the Cameron, one. sure, of course. You know. Oh yeah, I ain't Cam- mad Cam- at those jorts. Cameron's trade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then there was yeah. I mean, Aquari- Monet was like super queenie. Well, Monet did this like that character, <laughs> and I was like, I would love to have a drink with you, <laughs> but I don't want to. Do anything else with this character, right? Yeah. Um, and then like Asia, you know, Aquaria did. Uh, oh, yeah, she was like, um, well, what was that line she said about like uh, something about like it's um, something about stinking? I don't remember what it, she had some line that was like really funny. I just I can't remember what it was. Now. Okay, um, our mayors will let us know. Yeah, our, what was the what was the thing Aquaria said that was funny? Giovanni. Um, yes, <laughs> and then Cracker, she looked like you know cracker did not sell mask no she was mask. giving me bath salts in Clearwater, florida you know what i mean she was giving me like stopping traffic in tampa you know you know yeah florida man you know yeah. um so for me my favorite mini challenge i have two mm-hmm. um the slap Slapping RuPaul. Oh, or that slap one was by RuPaul. great. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that because mm-hmm. we got they got to read her. Mm-hmm. And still to this day, I, I still feel like I loved Cameron's read the most. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. You should really tell people to stop calling you mother because you're more like a crack. More like the big, big beat. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like where that was going. Yeah. I just thought that was a great interaction. Yeah. That's also when she hit Asia. That was really funny. You know, mm-hmm. I, uh, uh, the vixen fell on her fucking face. It was yeah. a great fall. She didn't have the best. She did the Vanjie thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, girl, you have nothing to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I liked all those reads. And Monet's was great, too. Yeah, what was hers? Was hers was uh, where she's oh, like, you wear, you it? wear it. Well. Yeah. And Rue was like, oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Um, and then the other one that I loved, and I'm surprised you didn't say this one, um, was the chocolate bar challenge. Oh, um, hot and vivacious. <laughs> Yes, I did love that. It's the worst Jamaican Jamaican accent I have ever heard. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and then you have—I uh, forgot how funny this was, but Eureka is like on the wall, and oh, she's yeah. doing these like dips. Mm-hmm. She, oh, there's an invisible <laughs> wall. wall, and here. Blair is really funny yes! when she like leans With against the, the ladder, and, and she like leans against the ladder a little. She's totally giving me that like fame, the mm-hmm. last scene of fame, mm-hmm. kind of like she's being yep. seduced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she got that like that creepy quality. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was so mm-hmm. good. And then Monet. Sings to the chocolate. That's right. She sings to the chocolate. She cho- jumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. What was it? There was something she, she said. The Irish accent, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. She's something like where her family was from. There was some. Oh she right. Had some funny line. I can't remember. Uh, Northern Island. Yeah. Yeah. Ireland. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah she, I, I thought that was a great mini challenge I agree. Uh, where we get to like kind of laugh and mm-hmm. and, and have fun, and it's yeah. not like cringy uh, country line dancing with Andy Cohen. Right. I think this season had better mini challenges than, we, than we've had I in a agree. while. I agree. We got to mm-hmm. see more because the episodes were longer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I I do hope that they keep the mini challenges. I just think yeah. that, and they shouldn't be 
like the guessing games. The guessing games are, mm-hmm. I mean... They sell underwear. Yeah, they and sell underwear and that aren't really nice underwear, right? No, I mean, I feel like I heard someone else talk about this as well. Maybe it was on Sibling rival- Rivalry where they were like, yeah, these make your ass look terrible. Yeah. Like, these just... Like, I know Grizzly Kiki talked about that, yeah, too. It yeah, it was like, no, they do. Maybe in pants they do, but sure. if you're just looking at the butt in the underwear... I was like, yeah. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. Like, I was into all of those butts oh, because I'm a butt guy, but sure. like... Sure. Yeah. I mean, it was just a series of scuba masks. Absolutely. <laughs> But speed lunking. Yeah, totally. I just, you know, I wanted to just go into that Mariana Trench. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to make a cave joke right no, now. No, I know. I was like, oh, nope, nope. Yeah, skirting away from, skirting that, away from that one. one. Yeah, yeah. It's right on the heels right, of Drag Race Thailand oh, as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mary. Yeah, okay. We are oh, dangerous territory. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, many butts are dangerous territory. Yes, yes certainly. You do you have know. to tread softly. Yes, tread yeah. softly, yeah. you know, with a big stick. Yeah, <laughs> knock first before entering. You don't know, you know. Yeah, Beware of dogs. Yes. <laughs> sometimes it's closed for construction. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you know, you hear some barking. You're like, oh, I don't know what the bite's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh god my friend in chicago and i used to say uh when we would have like uh brunch after a night out mm-hmm. uh his first question would be so did you get your kitty pounded yeah. <laughs> right. and then i would just go right right <laughs> <laughs> oh friskies um yeah, right. so and, okay. a fancy feast i'm telling you what <laughs> Yeah, sometimes the claws came out. He's yeah. like, oh, I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, but the furrier, the better, man. Sure, sure. <laughs> you know, unless you have an allergy, then a hairless cat is. Yeah. It could be fun. Yeah, no, no. As, as long as it's not a shaved cat, I'm, I'm like, good. Oh, yeah. You well, know what I mean? It has to be a freshly shaved cat, okay. or else you might get. I don't want to know that it's a shaved cat. Sure, you want to think this is a natural sphinx situation. Yes, exactly. And not that this is some like I, I celebrate some all cats. coon with a shaver. Exactly, yeah. like I celebrate all types of cats, mm-hmm. and it's just like you know what? If you are a pretty cat, if you're an ugly cat, it's like you're still a cat. Be you. Yeah, be you. Mm-hmm. Don't don't pretend to be a sphinx mm-hmm. when you're a main coon. Exactly. And that's how you get your kitty pounded by Johnny. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, meow. <laughs> Go meow. Um, So okay, great. So mini challenges. Yes, I I approve them. I want more of them. Mm -hmm. Um, I think uh, when when they have the special guests, it always becomes a little weird. Mm -hmm. Like with Cheyenne Jackson and Annie Cohen. Mm -hmm. Um, Granted, I don't mind that there's guests, but I feel like the mini challenges kind of suffer because they're we're looking for them to also add comedy. Mm -hmm. There's also I feel like. There is a category of of gay celebrities right now that I feel like we could do better. Sure, we could. I mean, bring back fucking um, Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, or just I mean, I just feel like I. I mean, Andy Cohen to me, it's just like Andy Cohen, um, Cheyenne Jackson. I'm like, do we have anyone else who's not just like pretty white boy? Sure, like that happened to be in the lot. That happened to be in the lot. Yeah. Like, and that isn't just like a, a, a bypasser like Lisa Kudrow. Like, this is a golden opportunity to get someone for just an afternoon. They don't have to film a whole episode. Right. Who could you get? What opportunity could you take? What trans person could you bring on the show? Sure. You know what I mean? Like, what historical drag queen can you bring on the show for right. a fucking afternoon? Right. Billy Porter. Yeah, exactly. Get him on there. Yeah, bring Lady Bunny in for a little Serious? bit. Seriously? I get don't think Co- Lady Bunny wants to be, though. Get Coco Peru. Oh, my God. Coco Peru. You know, get... shop. They, the queens could go shopping with Coco Peru. Exactly. Oh, my God. Go to <laughs> Target with Coco yes! Peru. Oh my God. <laughs> right? It's like 
this is like I mean because I could, I understand it's hard to get a guest for oh, like for how sure. long they film and they're not paying them I don't think. no yeah. probably not enough for the time yeah um, but this is a great chance to do that I mean remember when they had what was it, the season whatever season it was when they had Shaka Khan oh and it was yeah. like oh cool Shaka Khan and then it was just kind of like they had the credits running over her face right it was like that scene in the comeback where she's doing her tag and they have the credits running <laughs> like, oh this and it's such a shame yeah I hate when they do they this. Did the NASCAR robot <laughs> like the most <laughs> God when you get the tag and the credits are rolling over mm-hmm. and they minimize the screen right yeah it's, it's like a slap in the face it, totally like why bother yeah it's um, like when they brought out um uh after snatch game it's like the winner is and it was uh oh, Charo Charo that's right, that's right. yeah it's mm-hmm. like Come on. Right. We could do a little more. Come than on, that. Charo. Yeah. We want to see more Charo. Right. Well, they had her season one. And that was oh, that was a yeah. perfect example. That was, yes. That's what I'm talking about. It's yeah. bring Charo in right. to talk to the girls, teach them how to like loosen up, sure. have a drink, do a conga line, yes. call it a day. Oh, it, a, a great mini challenge. Mm-hmm. Why not? Exactly. And brought in some herstory. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, even like, um, I'm thinking of also like body positivity and just mm-hmm. like bringing in like sexy, sexy burlesque dancers oh, yes. that are burlesque. Early and big, you know what I mean. Mm. Um, in July, I'm going to the Bearlesque show. Oh, fabulous! Yeah. Well, that is I was just gonna say they should have like Big Dipper on. Oh my God! Right. Talk right. About sexy. Have him be instead of one of these other guys in the underwear. Get a bunch of Big Dipper kind of guys in there with yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Have them try like snacks with Big Dipper. Oh. My. Oh my God. Ugh. 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 Totally. Right. So, Colin, mm-hmm. you have to sell a snack with Big Dipper. What oh. snack are you gonna sell with Big Dipper? Oh my god Because let me tell you When Grizzly Kiki came With those sugar cookies mm-hmm. I mean I was like Oh I forgot how amazing These are Right right Yeah no Those Loft House Oh Loft House Those yes. Loft House cookies What would I I mean of course I went to college With Big Dipper We were RAs together that's In the right, same building That's right So it's a little weird Because I know him as uh, I don't know if I don't know oh, I know him as Dan um, <laughs> I don't know if his last name's out there I will but, not be ignored uh, Yeah will not be ignored Dan <laughs> um, So I know him as just this like Yeah this, this The guy on the 11th floor um, What would I I mean What would What what snack would I pitch to To Big Dipper I mean I, I would say like You're the Dipper Here's the honey pot Like <laughs> I got nothing else to say You know oh, what I mean shit. Yeah You know let me <laughs> Let me let me pass the mic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let me let someone else, you know, oh. show you the world. Well, you know, if you want to share a snack with Big Dipper, I guess, I mean, I'm thinking like perhaps the russet potato chips. Oh, right? if it's a natural Dark food, russet, if I don't oops. just want the Big Dipper to like eat my ass, then oh, I sure. think. Um, yeah, no, I'm actually talking about snacks, Mary. Oh, well, yeah. geez, when you have the option of ass or chips, <laughs> talk about a Sophie's <laughs> choice. You know what I mean? Please. Dark russets <laughs> or dark Russell. I mean, what, <laughs> you know what I mean? Carrie Russell. Or Carol. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Does she have a brother? Russell Brand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, oh, it would definitely be the dark russets. I could okay. sell those all day. I also feel like I could sell a soft pretzel bite situation. Oh, I feel very what passionate. Um, like the ones that are frozen? Yeah, yeah. And you, and you put a little wet on them. You sprinkle oh, the, right, the salt. Oh, yeah, right. And you put them in the, and you put in the toaster. Okay, yeah, the toaster. And yeah then, anything that's toaster oven you love. Yes. And oh, yeah. Elio's Pizza. Elio's Pizza. I would sell Elio's Pizza to the Big Dipper. Okay, great. And then... And then you would and then eat it out of his ass. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pizza queen, pizza queen, still good. Oh god, you and Monet. <laughs> I know. Oh god, couple of pizza queens. Pizza queens. Yeah. Uh, I guess my. I, I mean, I love mozzarella sticks. I mean, that was good. I was gonna you assume know, mozzarella like, sticks. I just, I, I just think it's like the worst snack for you that I love. But you know what? It would probably be uh, if I had to like buy something that was like, 
you know, packaged and like something you could eat. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, uh, but does this count? I do love Sesame Blues. They're, uh, Who's tor- she? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> her. One on the stage, Sesame yeah. Blue. Sesame Blues. Um, so Sesame Blue chips are tortilla chips, but they're made with sesame oh. and they're blue corn chips. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Garden of Eden makes them. Mm-hmm. I prefer the chili lime flavor of oh, that brand. So I, I remember that mm-hmm. about you. Yep. I just was like, couldn't get into the chili uh, lime. With, with hum or guacamole? Well, yeah, with guac. I mm-hmm. mean, obviously I like the, uh, so what I do, and this is like a, a little tea into who I am, but like I will uh, get, um, like polio mozzarella mm-hmm. shred cheese mm-hmm. and I would uh, get a bowl and I'd put some guac in the bowl and then I'd put the cheese on top of it mm-hmm. and I would just eat it like that. I feel like I've seen that at restaurants where, you know, yeah, you have a little like cold cheese on it. Yeah. 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 Um, but like a lot of cheese. Hey. Yeah. No judgment. Yeah. You know? Um, that, that, so, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's like a little snack that I love. Yeah. You like a cheesy salad, Vivian Panay. I get it. <laughs> Um, That's a deep cut. Yeah, yeah, it's a really deep cut. Yeah, totally. Yeah. totally. Um, or you know what I really also love are uh, uh, the 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 peanut butter filled pretzel nuggets. You know, <clears throat> I like that as a from snack. Trader Joe's. Yeah, but I was gonna say it depends on where you get them from because sometimes it is like. Whose great grandfather put the peanut butter in these pretzels? How old are these pretzels? You know what I mean? Sometimes oh. they're so dry. Oh, I see what you mean. <clears throat> and so it really is the quality of the peanut butter pretzel. Got it. Does it? A peanut butter filled pretzel covered in chocolate exists? Um, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I guess we know what we're pitching to the Big Dipper. There you go, yeah. Big Dipper. Mm-hmm. Uh, bringing it full circle. Yes. That could be a wonderful mini challenge mm-hmm. uh, for the queens yes. to snack time with Big Dipper. Yeah. Um, I mean, what a great little interview. You know, give me main challenge. Right. Anyway, um, favorite runway look? Mm, I had a hard time choosing. Okay, so, so did I. I have three. Okay, um, I have more than that. I will say, um, certainly Aquarius Mermaid. Okay, yeah, love that, that. that certainly made my list. Mm-hmm. That's a memorable one. Yeah, I love, love, love Monet's Church Lady. Oh, I've always right. loved that look. I love um, how she sold it. Yeah, it just was like, oh, the colors, like, it was yeah. so good. And the, the robbed look of the season... Monique's Queen of Hearts. Oh, Monique's Queen of Hearts. I thought you were going to... Uh, well, that one for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought you were going to say Asia's uh, Wish Flower. Oh, I, I considered it. I kind of figured you were going to say it. Okay. So I was like, okay, I'll cover this. Because those two are incredibly memorable. Wish Flower, her dandelion. It's a dandelion. Yeah, I say Wish Flower. <laughs> it's like a, a weird translation from, from like I another language. dandelion's a homophobic term, so... Oh, okay. A dandelion. <laughs> a faggy lion? Is that what you want to call it? <laughs> That's homophobic. That's gay culture. That's gay culture. <laughs> you know, if you think about the lion from The Wizard of Oz, that's a dandelion. That's a dandelion. <laughs> Lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. Let me get him. Let me get him. <laughs> and the tail. I love him. Um, so, okay. So, I had Asia's wish flower. I'm going to keep going with mm-hmm. it. Thank you very much. All right. I'll take that on. Uh, Monique's card dress, uh, mm-hmm. I think, will be remembered as a look, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. It, it, correct me if I'm wrong, Mary. Is like, are you going to just forget about that? But like, when I look back and think about looks from season ten, mm-hmm. the first one I'm going to think about is Monique's card dress. I mean, that's a good question because it was early in the season, and so much happened after that. But I think, I think I consider this to be the cousin to um, Linacia Sparks' first episode look. Where she had the shoe in her hair oh, and she made it out of the wallpaper, right. and it was amazing. Yeah, and Roxy won. Her okay. look was great, but I kind of, the, I think a general opinion on the like subreddit is like, um, Linacia's was like the best the look best. I've ever seen, sure. conventional material materials or not. Yeah, like this is just a great look. Totally. So I mean, uh, so maybe it'll be a deep cut. 
I don't know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I do know that Asia's dandelion dress will make mm-hmm. some sort of list. Yeah. Um, obviously, Aquaria like killed it uh, mm-hmm. throughout the season, right? And RuPaul was lauding her for every look. Mm-hmm. But the one that um, the one that I uh, will always kind of go back to reconsider, and this is a deep cut, but please go back. It's Cameron's second ball challenge look. Mm-hmm. Where she's co- she has she's covered in glitter. It's like uh, an ice queen. Yes, I remember that one. It was um, like vaguely kind of almost a little Dragula y. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that was an amazing transformation. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was like, whoa. And that made me also think of Monet's second look where she oh, was the yeah. ice queen. I that was I considered that one. I love that look. Yeah. 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 Um, and then the other one that I think just needs to make this list, obviously Aquaria is just like Aquaria. Right. Um, but Blair's finale dress. Oh, the polka dot one. Yes. Oh yeah. No, that one was incredible. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'll get back to Blair uh, very shortly with this next question. But mm-hmm. like that dress was, I was like, "Whoa, mm-hmm. this is this is high drag." Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Like that was, it, she's consistently done more than I expected from her, yeah. which is so cool. Right. Um, before we get to that next question, can we take a little uh, bio break, um, or is it a cis break? Excuse <laughs> me. Sorry, I have to pay. We'll be right back. Thanks for your patience, Mary. We are back from our uh, bio sis, uh, mm, sis break. Our sis break. Um, Ayo sis. Ayo sis. <laughs> um, so the next question, not necessarily a superlative. Do you mm-hmm. have any other superlatives that you thought of? I mean, y- the list you sent me, there was favorite quote. There was. Oh, okay. We're going to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, what's this next one? Oh, is favorite quote? Oh, are you talking about the reconsideration? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do favorite quote first? Uh, sure. Let's do reconsideration. Yeah, favorite queen, favorite quote. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so favorite quote uh, from this season. There mm. are lots. There were a lot. I had a hard time. I narrowed it down. I mean, so much of what Monique said. Yes. But I just wrote down, America, I'm not going home. Because <laughs> it's just so fun to say. And the, like, the mouth feel of, I'm not going home. I'm not going home. Feels good. Yeah, it's very much like, I cannot believe what they yes. are asking us to mm-hmm. do. Why you acting brand new? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. Who was after Peppermint? Yes, who was after Peppermint? And I love, you know, when she said, and this might be a bit of a paraphrase, but like, the bitch still wiggled. You got to give her that, America. Like, yeah. I think I think one of my biggest takeaways was nevertheless, she wiggled. Nevertheless, she wiggled. Yeah, like yeah. that was, it's such a like quirky way to be inspired. But yeah. Like, yeah, nevertheless, wiggle. Yeah, just wiggle. Yeah, wiggle. Keep wiggling, honey. Keep wiggling. Don't know the words, wiggle. Just keep wiggling. Uh, and, and, you know, when I look back <laughs> at that lip sync, I know that she... She lost her wig. She tore her fin off. She didn't know the words. She did the cartwheel. But and she did that cartwheel. But I still love moments of that lip sync. Yeah, there's things she does in it that's like, oh, that was cool. Yeah, she's a lip sync. She she is a lip sync queen. Well, we saw at the finale. She was the best one yes. in that mega mix. Yeah, that Monet was like, I don't know this bullshit they had us right. do. That was great. <laughs> that was validating too. Um, speaking of Monet, my other favorite quote, and I'm sure I'm, for, I'm forgetting ones, but I just love. But see, that's me. I'm an actress. I know how to do my do. <laughs> I want to do my do. Do my do. Like, I yes. wiggle and do your do. Yes. Life lessons. Um, Cracker saying, "I will sell this house today." Certainly mm. made my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like a, a wonderful little moment. Um, I brown cow stunning will be used and remembered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and facts are facts. Obviously, our big quotes from from the season and they came from the same fucking queen. Of course. Yeah. Um, I mean, Vanjie. We don't know how many quotes she would have had. She obviously like broke the internet with with her yeah and her name and, and then anything we saw of her in the reunion or the finale it was like oh she's so charming yeah like i'm so like there's something get in, these cookies yeah there's yeah. something very like 
addictive about listening to her talk. Like I just love listening to her talk. I think she's just there's just a lot of charm. Yeah. And um yeah, I'm my fingers are crossed for season 11. I think there's a lot more to see. Oh yeah. Than just a t- then I They will race. have her go f- The producers <clears throat> will not they will she will go very far. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this to me feels like Eureka from season 9 to yes. season 10 is you don't bring a queen back without having a reason. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Cynthia Lee Fontaine came back. Mm. I mean, she she did get she got to snatch game. Yeah. So that's, you know, I, I think that was contract. I think yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um so I wish I I wish I could remember like more quotes. Uh, obviously every hole is a goal. Mm-hmm. I share I'm going to miss that dope. Mm-hmm. Uh there's, you know, so many and right. I know that our Marys will just chime in with their favorites uh, I think that's kind of what we're hoping yeah. is that this just sparks us like hey tell us everything right right uh, like, go else? have your cigarette bitch you know like what are those right. quotes for you yeah what are you what do you want on a tote bag yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, your favorite queen of the season who is it favorite queen of the season and you can like <clears throat> qualify why she's your favorite mm. and what makes it your favorite I mean I think it has to be Monet exchange I think that okay. she um I, th- I think that like she's a she's a pizza queen mm-hmm. and you know we we were saying before we started recording like like Juju's a pizza queen yeah we're like anything Katya is a pizza queen they can do anything they we're still so gonna love it I just love them yeah and I just you know I'll exactly I'll sign on for whatever they're doing because I love their energy right um and I think that how that's, they enter a dress yeah. yeah yeah and and then a conversation and then how they interact with people yeah I think those those qualities kind of like uh, are are the most important and I just think Monet like I. I liked Monet in a way I haven't liked another queen and that I was like, wow, like you feel like a real person. Like she said, like, I'm, I'm so honored that they wanted me to be Miss Congeniality because I was just being myself. Like yeah. this is who I am. Aww. And I think there's so much self-producing and that Monet's like total genuine energy yeah. was just like such a, a refreshing breath of air. You it know? is a very, it's, it's a trend with our Miss Congenialities, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right? Like you have a Latrice, you have a Cynthia Lee Fontaine, mm-hmm. um, who was uh, Miss Congeniality of season seven? Um, that was um, season seven. Was oh, Katya? it was uh, Katya. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was like sort of fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, that's right. Fan favorite. But like you still kind of. It wasn't know, out of the realm of possibility. She also seemed to get along with everyone really well. Right. Yeah. Who would you have crowned Miss Congeniality in season nine? Because I know that was a contentious mm-hmm. fan favorite kind of thing with Valentina. I mean, I feel like it was Peppermint for me. Oh, okay. I just think like Peppermint's camp counselor charm. Yeah. Oh, like, that's right. right. She was like the uh, the camp counselor, the babysitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just think she. It's similar to Monet, where I just feel like you are just you're just being a nice person. You're being yourself. Like, I like you, and I'm I'm gonna kind of go for whatever you're doing. Like, right. I'm never gonna write you off because I like you. Yeah. You know, even I if I don't that. like her looks, I don't care. Yeah. You know? I guess I I guess Peppermint's up there. Peppermint would probably be. Hmm. I can't think of who else it would be. Um, from season nine yeah yeah i mean sasha kind of like bumped and grind with certain people and was kind of like in this zone yeah it just didn't feel like it didn't there wasn't like any great conflict to exclude her right. from Miss congeniality but there was no great active same with shea Coulee. i mean what mm-hmm. shea Coulee tried to do for nina i thought was like really amazing mm-hmm. um but there was something about peppermint's energy because you know was it who was it that said like it's it's their energy that they bring to the competition. Monet was saying this, mm-hmm. or Bob was saying this. It's like their energy. Like you want to be around them in the workroom. You want right. they their energy kind of makes you want to be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's, you know, I think Asia was like that a little bit. You know, yeah. people who are kind of like rising tides, right? That like lift up all the other boats. I could see that in like Jasmine Masters in season seven, where she was just this like 
we're here, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, like just her enthusiasm and like also her kind of, I feel like Jasmine's one of those people who it's like, I'm not going to modify who I am. Yeah. I'm going to be right. like who I am in every totally moment. Totally authentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's, even if that can be, even if that can kind of like ruffle feathers, I think it's really helpful to have those examples. Sure. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my favorite queen mm-hmm. uh, was Monique Hart. Mm, yeah, I never, oh, yeah. I never stopped loving her. Mm-hmm. Um, just for her, because I thought she was also very authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, the stories that she was able to to tell um, and 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 rise above, you yeah. know, because mm-hmm. um, I, I think that she came in with a very interesting story, mm-hmm. um, and not just a story, just an experience of like, yep, she didn't have time to mm-hmm. make anything, so she just brought all this fabric, right? And I'm like, that is that is so ballsy, right? To just show up and like, I'll figure it out as I go along, yeah, like. That is, that's very relatable. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And I feel like there was, I remember early in the season, I think when she was a team captain at some point, like the way that she was running her team. Sure. And when there's a one part where oh, she's like, yes. thank you. Uh, thank, thank you. you. I, appreciate, I appreciate you. I appreciate you and, I, your, and your kindness. Yes. Like it was just always remembering to set that tone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I thought she was great. I thought she was, uh, she has all these quotes. Mm-hmm. She, she, Talk to us directly as yeah. a commentator. She kind of created a new role in a way. Of yeah. Like, yeah, the commentator. Right. Mm-hmm. Or I guess extended it. Because I think Alyssa was kind of. Oh, I see what you, you mean. Know, yeah. Monique in a lot of ways. I think that she she kind of takes a torch from Alyssa in terms of someone who their, their star power is so much bigger than yeah. what was on the show. Yeah. I think she was kind of robbed in the uh, drag con panel mm-hmm. episode. I mm-hmm. thought she did great. Yeah, yeah, no, she was really good, and I think we've seen she did the ooh ah sensation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. that, she was so charming, yeah. and we've seen that she is a really good host. Yeah, and I think that's so important for Drag Race queens, right? So, right to figure out how to like own a room, mm-hmm. and I think when she walks into a space, she knows how to. She, I think she reads people. I think mm-hmm. she's a, a feeling empathetic person, just from what I'm seeing on obviously mm-hmm. limited Drag Race, but right, yeah, yeah, um, her, like connective I energy. Loved yeah. her. Um, let's talk about um, looking back. Who have you reconsidered? Uh, for me, it was Blair St. Clair. Mm-hmm. I r- recently just went back and watched season 10 again um, in preparation for this episode. And her looks were fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like she is a female illusion queen yeah. in like specific decades. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, and she's so young yeah. and so unassuming mm-hmm. and, and just killed it like she looked gorgeous yeah yeah and i mean when you kind of look at like the stuff she's doing now or like the looks that she's had you know post drag race it's just like seeing what she's grown into i mean i think it's it's even further surpassing my expectations like when she first got announced in the cast i was like oh look at this little young queen yeah and she's gonna have a lot to learn right pheromone this will be a fun little experience for her yeah um and i just think that she there's something really cool about being a queen that you don't expect more from. Right. You know, and it seems like a backhanded compliment, but like your opportunity to wow people is, is that much greater. Sure. You know, well, and I think, uh, you know, Aquarius is kind of in this, in a similar boat, like mm-hmm. of Blair St. Clair. It's like, well, what, what can we expect from this little youngin? You mm-hmm. know, and I th- yeah. it's unfair of us. It's very ageist. Right. Uh, but like, it's also, uh, it's also kind of exciting yeah. when, when we see them mm-hmm. impress us. You know? Right. I mean, that was kind of like Cameron Michael's appeal was like, I didn't expect what I ended oh, up seeing on God. the stage. She can paint. Yeah. Yeah. And lip sync. Yes. And dance. I mean, all of the basic. She's a powerful queen. Those elements of being a great drag queen. Yeah. 
I mean, granted, she might have found her way in the top because she kind of avoided this drama and she was able to just be the silent, deadly killer, you mm-hmm. know, uh, lip sync assassin, whatever you want. But like she she always brought it. Yeah. I mean, she always brought it. She she always surprised people. Granted, she shouldn't have won the share challenge. Um, yeah. That we, should have gone to Cracker. That should have been. Yeah. yeah or Monet, certainly. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like. I, and we can throw all the shade we want and and you know she's she's mean to other queens or whatever she's she's a, a feeling empathetic mm-hmm. kind of like very sensitive person yeah. that found her way on drag race yeah. that wasn't a drag queen before yeah. and you can hold that against her or not but it's it's like the bitch turned it right 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 i mean and i feel like the the kind of hints that she's cold or standoffish i feel like Ugh. That's got to come from just shyness. Yeah, you know? just, you know. It's not malice. It's like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry she didn't say hi to you. Right. It's like, then move on, Mary. Right. Like, get over it, BB Rexa. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, this is not, don't take this so personally. Right. Maybe you have enough context clues to know that, like, maybe this is just who she is. Yeah. In the yeah. reunion, I was like, these girls, like, piling on about yeah. how quiet she is. And then, like, also, like, how loud the vixen is. Like, right? It mm-hmm. just did to me. It was like, well, what, do you, what should we be? Right. Yeah. What do you, yeah. What more do you want from me, Merle? Yeah. Yeah. yeah essentially. Yeah, I'm just a girly girl. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And, you know, if you want to call uh, Cameron arrogant or whatever, it's like, okay. Maybe you're projecting. I know yeah. that I, I did that in the beginning. I was just like, oh, I don't really like her. Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, okay. I think I see her as just this kind of like very sensitive goose. Yeah. Like I don't see the muscle queen anymore. Yeah. I mean, I either. See I just don't. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Cameron is one of the ones I really had to turn around on and really reconsidered um, because I just, it, I just at first thought, oh, this is, she's not going to last long. She's not very interesting or she's, you know, not really doing the reality show well. And I just wasn't. It took me a while to kind of like value, like see her value and see what she was yeah, doing. Right. I and mean, granted, <clears throat> like, I don't think that we should have a reality show filled with those types of queens. No. But those types of queens do exist in the world. And mm-hmm. like, okay, there, here's a quiet drag queen that like Trixie Mattel, who just puts it on when they get on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's probably very true for a lot of drag queens. Oh my God. I know, you know? me, I'm an introvert, mm-hmm. but my job is a very extroverted job. Right. And so it's like when I am not, when I'm in rehearsal and not conducting mm-hmm. I am quiet right right to just like that's people know they have to come up to me because mm-hmm. they I, you know I've ex- I've had those conversations with people where I'm like hey if you see me just say hi right you know right because I'm kind of like awkward and shy and I've you know I have this journey you know mm-hmm. I have this like eye contact thing that I have a problem with right you know right it's like if I'm not talking to you it's not because of you right um and yeah. I, granted like Cameron did explain that eventually mm-hmm. but you know it, it also helps like when people know how to operate around you mm-hmm. and it's like okay here's a little manual right if you don't want to operate around me fine yeah you and know, we'll, think, we'll meet in the middle right and i think if we're going to accept the vixen saying then leave me alone right fair enough let's let's operate in this way that like don't if, if you don't want to get into a fight like leave me alone yeah she's not going to just roll over and take it sure. you know um and i think it's the same thing yeah if you right. want to connect with cameron you're gonna have to make the first move yeah but you're gonna sit in her lap and say hi cameron yeah 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 um but i don't know like i've seen a lot of like instagram live clips and whatnot of the queens on tour and i feel like there was one of monique and cameron that was like really funny and really sweet and i was like okay this is this is what's real yeah this bullshit on tv is not real yeah it's a tv af- show after the reunion i i saw one it was on cameron's it was asia and cameron mm-hmm. and asia's in the mirror and uh cameron just like walks by and asia mm-hmm. goes hi cameron right yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah like i feel like that's what's true it's 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 kind of like this like muckery that they kind of make for tv yeah exactly well they they know their characters they know the yeah. things that people have attached to 
and they have to keep that going. Right. Like that's, it's that whole thing, RuPaul, we talk about this all the time. You find that thing, you find that sponge or Vangie or whatever it is that you do that people connect with and then you just milk that cow until it's right. beef jerky. Right. And how great was that moment when, when Monique called out Cameron and was like, mm-hmm. no, her. Yeah. Who's that? I mean, that was a great, that was great TV. Right, right. But, and I also feel like there's, there was an element of that that felt like, I'm trying to help you here. Yeah. Like I thought, oh, but they're friends. Yeah. And and there is a value to kind of like, you know, feeling safe enough to show who you really are on TV. Sure. You know, because like when you're self-producing all the time, at a certain point, you're going to slip or you're going to get tired of it. Right. So, oh, yeah. You know, and, and there's a limit to how much people can engage with a self-production. There are limits. There are limits. Um, that's a, that's deep a cut. reference. No one else. <laughs> no one listening. One day, get. maybe. Yeah. Well. Um, so, so looking back. Is, is Cameron who you've reconsidered? I said Cameron. I also said Aquaria. Obviously. Oh, Aquaria. Aquaria. Um, and I think, you Aquafina. know, I think the Vixen I changed a number of times on. Oh, sure. I certainly, sure. you know. I still oscillate back and forth because, yeah, there's some, I mean, uh, I, I brought it up earlier, right? When she was kind of like poking at Eureka during mm-hmm. Snatch Game. It's like, girl, leave her the fuck alone. Right. Are you kidding like, me that's right not now? the problem. Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Didn't you just say like... You know, I was right. just like, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there, there's a lot. And, you know, there's a lot of hypocriticalness uh, in the Vixen's words, which I don't think is worth focusing on because mm-hmm. everybody can be hypocritical and everybody's kind of, she, you know, she's in her 20s. She's figuring shit out. Mm-hmm. She's got a lot of truths to say and she's yeah. and she's pushing a brand. But, uh, yeah, I think with her especially. And that's also what makes her interesting is mm-hmm. that we're like, oh, OK, all right. Yeah. Well, I think the Vixen was always commenting on larger truths. And then I think there were just moments where maybe what was happening in the workroom as far as we saw wasn't fully supporting that but it didn't deny that the things she was talking about are real oh yeah it was just but was that happening in this moment right and the producers of the show just kind of showing the vixen doing this and doing this and doing this mm-hmm. because from the beginning she was the villain right right yeah. right there's always that element of what footage we're shown right yeah exactly mm-hmm. um yeah so like obviously like celebrate the vixen but also like Shady bitch. Mm-hmm. Girl, why'd you do that? Why'd mm-hmm. you say that? You right. know? Yeah, like... Like any queen. Yeah, I think in yeah, some Del ways... Rio, a queen like know? the Vixen would appreciate that kind of honest point of view. Sure. You know? Um, don't sugarcoat things. Right. Too vague. Too vague. Yeah. Uh, another great quote. Yes. Yeah, Too yeah, vague. that's true. Too vague yeah. is great. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... Any other kind of thoughts on reconsidering? Obviously, Aquaria. We've we've yeah, think, talked about all season mm-hmm. reconsidering her. Right, right. Yeah, I'm kind of almost interested to like go back and listen to like our first episode of season ten ep- recap, just yeah. because I know my feelings on her were so different. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Like, who is this queen? Yeah, yeah. And like, whatever. I'm not interested in this. You know, yeah. like resisting. she's a child. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, what will be the deep cuts of the season? Meaning. Deep cuts, like I think deep cut, and I'm just uh, mm-hmm. kind of uh, making this for our Marys mm-hmm. um, or saying, uh, defining this for our Marys. The deep cuts of the season. So, like in season six, uh, Kremenem is in the hizzy for shiz boy. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a deep cut. Sure, you sure. Know? I mean, now Leslie Jones has given for us some sure. airtime. That's right. That's <clears throat> yeah, yeah. We, um, she's a Mary. Uncovering yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you got me, gal. Right. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a deep cut. Mm-hmm. That's uh, true. There uh, are all stars. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, I feel like. Nevertheless, she wiggled or like, I feel like that's a bit of a deep cut. Um, Like, like little Reddit inside jokes mm -hmm. that will continue to foster, but maybe most people won't remember. Yeah, no, it's true. Like, cause they'll pick up on these like tiny little things. Um, and, and I, and I guess when I took my notes on this, I did not write down deep cuts as like those things. I took it as like the small details that are like 
that people might not remember when they look back, yeah. but are worth remembering. And I think that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, so mine, my deep cuts, I mean, I already mentioned two of them. It was um, Monet and Cracker's Friendship. I think that was like, we just didn't get to see how like rich it was, but I think if you rewatch and you know to look for it, there's like there's that moment on Untucked where they just like look at each other, right? And I think Monet is constantly looking at Cracker. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's it's when I think about it, I think about like my friend Angela. I think about like if she and I were on Drag Race together, that's what the, that's what I imagine is a similar thing of like, oh my god, my like friend is here. Yeah, my like friend who like is my is is a creative equal that like knows what I'm doing, like supports me. We've been supporting each other. Um, I thought how special that is to have that in the workroom. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, and that they went home one after the other. Right. You know, like what? Like it's kind of like an right. older couple that like oh, older couple that dies. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes. yeah. So it was Month kind of later. Yeah, yeah. sort of sweet. Um, I think Asia's butterface meme is going to be mm-hmm. a deep cut. Yeah. Um, along with um, Asia's uh, f- uh, mermaid look. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! With that mask, that was a moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Um, no, I guess that's right. Yeah, because and I don't think she had anything under that mask. She said she did, but I was seeing Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> I mean, all I saw was like a little black mustache, Mary, and I got nervous. Mary, I saw something else with the black mustache. Well, I just yeah. didn't want to say it. I just didn't want to say it on account of all the butterflies. Yeah, butterflies. Um, so uh, butterfly in the sky. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I can go twice as high. Um, I I also wrote down the sponge dress. I mm-hmm. think the sponge dress is um, certainly relevant now because mm-hmm. it's part of Monet's brand. But I think eventually it's going to be one of those details. It's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, oh yeah, the sponge dress. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Totally. I think it's just having its moment. Right. Um, I also we talked about this as as well as Mayhem's lip sync of Celebrity. I think sure. that's a bit of a deep cut. Yeah. Um, and then I've just been living for. I don't think people are going to remember how great Cameron was in the final lip sync. Oh right. Because Aquaria was amazing. Yes. And either everyone and it was, was also a crazy lip sync. Yeah. To watch. And everyone was really watching Aquaria and Eureka at that point. Right. You know. Right. Um, but Cameron is so good. Yeah. I mean. Her, it's just I. I just really appreciated how much she just like emptied the tank. Sure, and I feel like left I'll, it all out on the stage. Yeah, yeah, I'll always, I'll always give claps to that. Yeah, you know, no, I, I, I love seeing that mm-hmm. when yeah. like they could collapse after the lip sync. Right, and I think that she did that, and I think that that's what matters. Yeah, it does. I you think know? about that with like Kennedy during mm-hmm. All Stars three after her lip sync. I'm mm-hmm. like, you could literally collapse, collapse after this. Totally. I always think about even though it wasn't like the highest of stakes at all but i think of trinity taylor against charlie hydes oh yeah trinity killing yeah and you don't remember it Mm -hmm. yeah but she is out of breath it's like it's part of the performance is her just gasping for air it's and it's great i mean trinity taylor like i know that like some people said oh she didn't really know like why people were screaming charlie's name but she had to have noticed that charlie wasn't moving (laughs) <laughs> and she still like gave it two hundred percent. I mean, yeah, no, that's that was a certainly mm-hmm. a lip sync. Yeah, so I think you know, I think Cameron did similar. I mean, I remember when the when the lip sync ends and they kind of have a shot of each of their faces, and Cameron looks exhausted. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, and she didn't even win. Yeah, I know, yeah. but I was just so impressed. Um, that reminds me of the deep cut of Candy Ho. Versus Jade and Dior Fierce oh, during yeah. Break Free. Mm-hmm. I loved her in that mm-hmm. lip sync. Well, they really had to edit out how well she did. Exactly. Yeah. I loved yeah, her. Yeah, she that. like whipped that hair. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Yeah. She was giving that everything. Yeah, but they were like, I mean, <laughs> not that Jaden wasn't great, but like. Well, you know, you, you, you brought a sweet tooth. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> maybe that was the problem. Maybe, you know, they were felt, looking for something salty. Yeah, a bit know? of a cavity here. <laughs> 
I think we need a cavity. I here. think we need a cavity here. Uh, yeah. Um, I think we don't need a crown here. I can tell you that. Oh, <laughs> uh, not a bridge. No, yeah. no. Yeah, take that bridge and sashay away. Because <laughs> you're uh, a partial, Mary. <laughs> Uh, by cuspid yeah right yeah yeah <laughs> by cuspid candy yeah oh god our yeah. tooth puns tooth puns who'd have yeah. thought who'd have thought yeah <laughs> um yeah i'm trying to think of the other um deep cuts i wonder um in tents across the board mm-hmm. uh when they are doing the the walks the the, the um, one that the i mini challenge yes mm-hmm. the one that i also think about <laughs> is uh G- uh, Tempest du jour. Oh, we can wave it. Yeah. <laughs> Dusty Ray yeah, Bottoms. Is, is Dusty Ray Bottoms done? Oh my God. I love that Tempest waving her along. I agree. That's a deep cut from the season. That's a deep mm-hmm. cut. That I think is... that's a Reddit moment, like a gift mm-hmm. that you'll see. Yes, I hope so. I hope those queens picked that one up. And then also Yuha, Hamasa- Yuha Hamasaki um, pointing to Vixen's empty chair. Oh, yeah. That was a, like a, that was gold moment. She was. That just like went by. Yeah, she, she kind of quietly stole the reunion in her own way. <laughs> Just dressed as like the girl from the ring and just like kind of just I, there was something about her that I, she was just like, fuck all this. I don't care. I'm a drag queen. Whatever. Totally. You know, t- hilarious. Yeah. She just like didn't take anything too, too seriously. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, know, I, I was kind of into that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, and then I guess the other the other kind of like deep cut uh, is. um uh, proportionize. Oh, proportionizing. I did forget about that. Something that kind of came out of the mm-hmm. season, you know, that was something. Yeah. I think oh, ooh ah sensation. Ankh ankh. Oh, ankh ankh. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But ooh ah sensation. Um, yeah, who else had who else had catchphrases? I mean, well, uh, the vixen will fight you. The, yeah, yeah. Go uh, have your cigarette. Yeah, bitch. don't poke the bear. Don't poke the bear. Though I think that one, she's she's, she's done good with at putting a, a period on that one. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, those are the ones I can think of. Is like little deep cuts that yeah. maybe I'll go back to and remember. Right, yeah. right. Um, yeah, even in Breast World, I can't think of... I mean, Randy Rainbow was on. Yeah, I mean, the only... I, I guess that's one thing that I would say... Oh, that's coming up, so I'll save. I'll, I'll bite my okay, tongue. Okay, yeah. great. Um, social media, Kings and Queens, mm-hmm. the deep cuts there are just that moment oh. with Cracker and Cookie. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, the Mama, reveal. beautiful. Yeah, no, that was that was. It was impressive. very uh, Death Becomes Her. Mm-hmm. I'm a girl right yeah no that was uh that was impressive and in terms of makeovers probably one of the best makeovers yeah so oh, completely. like credit there I'm yeah s- yeah no i mean those are i think deep cuts the ones that hardcore fans will reference and kind of remember yeah mm-hmm. um we'll see what happens in a couple seasons you yeah. know what we're still saying i you mean know, now we're, we're still the- saying i've done it you right, know? right. I mean, now the the subreddit Thank still you, refers. Ross, take that they, they still refer to Alexis as the producer. Yes, like that right. joke continues. So yeah, we'll the see. Executive producer. Yeah, um, uh, <laughs> she needs to release a song called "Producer." Seriously, right? Like, come on, or do the producers? Oh, yeah, <laughs> right. She could work with Asia and that mustache. Oh, there you go, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Mary. Uh, all right. Um, what will be most memorable? Like in in two seasons, right? Because when I think about what's most memorable of season six, mm-hmm. obviously Laganja's entrance mm-hmm. i feel very attacked mm-hmm. those two moments are huge yeah i mean i think you know i think vanji will probably still have i mean i'm assuming i i really do think she'll be on season 11 so i think that might trump vanji sure pardon the word pardon the verb um i think the vixen in general i think that she is a i think that she's a different queen she's a different voice mm. she did something different um, she told a different story, and I think that's going to stick out. Sure. Um, I think the reunion conflama is going to 
I think Asia's when moment. she walked out. Mm-hmm. When she oh, walked Asia's out. moment. Oh, I think I think maybe I, maybe I think people forget about Asia's moment because I, yeah. the vixen left. I was going to say I, I, now that I think about it, I don't know if it was a specific moment in the reunion, but the feeling I, there was a vibe of oh, like that it was like whoa something kind of went a little off a mm-hmm. little. Um, and I think Asia's butterflies were probably so. Those are mine. Mm-hmm. I I think it will be. When people are like, what was season 10? Oh, the Vixen and the Butterflies. Mm-hmm. And Vanjie. Yeah, right? Aquaria, like those yeah. three things. Aquaria, I think, will be the fourth one. Yeah, yeah. And, and then Aquaria one. Yeah, yeah and yeah. Aquaria one. Mm-hmm. I think that that's kind of like what it, the trajectory is, right? Mm-hmm. Butterflies. I mean, because that was like Monique's face. I know. I mean, that's, that's a deep cut. <laughs> is I that... want a shirt of mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Just want that on a shirt. Or a tote bag. Yes, or yeah. a tote bag. Um, no, I, yeah, I agree. I think, um, I think that moment... You know, it was one of those things that I like, like a, more than a week out from the finale, like looking back, it's like, yeah, even if the, even if it did go well, like Bob made the point on like the pit stop. He was like, if that was going to work on television, you'd have to have so many yeah, butterflies. So many. And that Hundreds. just wasn't going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And I think the point we made last week with Grizzly Kiki, it's just like it had nothing to do with the song. Mm-hmm. There was that like. It, and it reminded yeah. me of Asia's uh, like when she faltered with. Beyonce it's like mm-hmm. these are poor choices yeah these like, are like major missteps yeah that you're so much better I'm then. surprised that you're making this yeah of all the people to make this mistake right and it's like yeah there was nothing about the song that was so explicitly related to butterflies that she had to commit to the stunt it didn't make any sense yeah 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 what did Bob say like oh I'm gonna go out there or maybe it was Monet uh, I'm going to go out there and at one point I'm going to do a split and I'm going to mm-hmm. have all this like mushy stuff in my crotch yep. and it's going to come out. Yeah. And that's nasty. And I was like, that's, I mean, you think about Dragula had a, um, they had a, a challenge that was kind of like, gross. it was like drag. the raunch challenge yes. and it's incredible. It and is. that's like a great example of what you could have done. Yeah. Um, hmm. Oh, that's interesting. I think about the raunch looks from Dragula for nasty. When we get to that. Later this year, oh, that's right. we'll come back to that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Probably sometime in August. Yeah. 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 Um, so, your favorite nuanced moment. So, I've got a couple for this one. All right, Mary. Um, I love Asia in that Red Bull can when she's doing the confessional. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not done. Yeah. Um, that was I, great. That was great. I do love Monique and Vanjie in the audience of the finale, okay. especially when they were like cheering for Asia. Right. When she was talking about her parents. And then um, you know, Monique's like standing in the aisle. She's like, all right, all right. And just like, <laughs> All right, Mary. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> what a queen. Um, and then I also loved, um, oh, I was going to mention this before, but I, I really loved Aquaria as dyslexia. She was so funny. Oh, yeah. And if you watch that again, nuance for days, even when she's not in the focus of the scene. Aquaria as dyslexia. When was that? In Breast World, when she was the robot. Oh, yeah. She mm. was great. She was great. She was great. Yeah. Oh, my God. She was so good in the same way that, like, Cracker as Cher yeah. was so was good. so great. Was so funny. Um Vocoder. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just felt like she figured out how to do that the way that you should have so done it. it was so hard. It was, mm-hmm. she had so much movement. Yeah. And for them to just like not be into it, I was like, this doesn't this make sense so to me. crazy to yeah. me. Um, and then I also, you know, in terms of nuances, I loved Blair and Monique on the Bossy Rossi show. Oh, I wrote that down too. Mm-hmm. Blair and Monique on the Bossy Rossi show, especially also Ross. Yeah. All of them, like when when she rips off the wig and Ross is like losing his shit, like yeah. they, all of them, yeah, like it was. I loved when Blair got stuck for a moment and Monique came to the rescue. Yes, and I just thought, like, okay, this is like this is what I want. This is kind media. Like, if you're looking for examples, it's like 
it's not boring, but it's like a, it's a situation where somebody helped someone instead of like cut them down sure. to win. Yeah. Um, and obviously you don't like make something designed just on that, but that's an example. Totally. You know, totally. Right, Ella? Uh, my cat is in the most adorable position ever. He's basically playing air guitar with his foot. Oh, um, uh, sashay away. For me, my favorite nuance moment, uh, besides when Cracker said, I will sell this house today. Mm-hmm. Um, I love when Monet and Eureka did the donkey kick. And they were kind of kikiing. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I was like, yes, more, mm-hmm. more. Like, yeah. this is so sweet. Yeah, Eureka did the little And a lost dance. little moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, their friendship was cute, too. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I felt like Monet was, she was doing her, she was doing her do. Miss Congeniality, yeah. doing her do, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, Monique's laugh. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Is, is uh, another kind of like nuanced thing mm-hmm. in this season that I thought was great. I agree. Um. Marys, what else? What did we miss? Those little moments. Yeah, you know? right? I know. Um, so the, to f- kind of wrap this discussion up, Marys, uh, we thought that we would do some looking forward mm-hmm. with the question of what do you hope for next season or what do they need to get better on? Mm, I said that, um, you know, I think in general is being conscious of overproducing, you know, at, that sure. there's a point where it, it loses its luster. Um, I think that there is a lot of shaking up that they could do with the types of drag that they're putting on television and really responding to what fans are saying. Yeah. Um, I think listening to that is smart if they want to keep that paycheck coming. Um, and I think they need better writing for the acting challenges. That was my big one is like, I hope the challenges are better written. Mm-hmm. I, I do think that I understand that like it's hard, mm-hmm. but like you, you you got to be funny. Right, right. Like, it, it's, <laughs> Don't depend on the queens <clears throat> just to make it funny. Right. Like, I just think that that's... Like, set them up for success. Yeah, exactly. That, right? Like, it's like, we should get more of the Shangela as Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then the challenge isn't about how well the queens did. It's how well they worked with this shitty material. And that shouldn't be the challenge. Yeah. Like, that That just reflects poorly on the show. Right. And if you're going to be the Olympics of drag, you get some Olympian writers in there. Sure. How hard is this? Sure. I mean, obviously, season seven, we learned that... Some Sometimes when the queens are left to write their own shit, mm-hmm. it's not good. Yeah. Okay, great. You had shitty writers in season seven also. It's mm-hmm. just like, it's, I don't want to say shitty because it's not all shitty. Obviously, I love some of the puns that are written mm-hmm. for the judges during the runway. Like, I, 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 I like, fine. I like yeah. a lot of it. But like these challenges in particular, mm-hmm. I think just need maybe not better written, but more like conception Mm -hmm. Um, the bossy Rossi show is a great example of Mm -hmm. like okay here's a great structure right that the queens are left to make funny Mm -hmm. and I think that's what it is it's like you know farmer rusical I think had it was like we've got this joke we want to tell but then the joke itself just like didn't it just didn't make enough sense or just didn't work it just didn't work right Um, and then I feel like you know breast world it was like what do you what do you what do you really want to do here? Like, what are you really trying to say? Yeah, you know, like the the whole like chicken moment. The whole like it was like this doesn't have to do any anything to do with anything. You just had a chicken joke. Yeah, that you wanted to put in here. Yeah, cocks. Yeah, I was like, well, that's <clears throat> you're better than that. Right, it can be more creative, right? Yeah. Especially with this material of mm-hmm. like Restworld and and Westworld, right? And I robots mean, and mask for mask. Like there was so much more that they could have like gone into that was funny. Exactly. I mean, look at season four. Look at the you know the sitcom challenge. Yeah. I mean, that's a classic. Right. And it's because it's partially because of the queens and partially because of the script. Absolutely. You know, like get those nuts away from my face yeah. was a line before it was Latrice's. Right. And uh, All Stars too. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the the the, the sequels. Sh- yeah. The, the sequels. Se- sequels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. The, 
Those are all, you know, mm -hmm. mostly, if not all, hilarious. Right. But like the things we remember are because the material was good enough to let the queens really riff. Exactly. And mm -hmm. I think Snatch Game is a good example of something that's been successful where it's like, okay, be a celebrity. That's the challenge. Mm -hmm. And queens need to come prepared. Mm -hmm. And it's not on the show. No. We see the queens falter. Like mm -hmm. we saw it was Asia. It wasn't the challenge that set her up for failure. No. Yeah, because the challenge set Aquaria up for success exactly. and Monet up for success and yeah. Eureka. It's, yeah, it, exactly. Um, in terms of what I think, did you have other things that you feel yeah. like? Yeah. So, um, well, first of all, just something quick. I, I did miss um, ballad lip syncs. I know that's an unpopular opinion, mm -hmm. but I think that will eliminate this need for gags and splits mm -hmm. and, and like really go back to what a lip sync is, which is embodying a song mm -hmm. and understanding what those words were about. Yeah. You know yeah, what I like, mean? Like, give me a black velvet. Exactly. Like, that can be such a good lip sync. Exactly. You're, MacArthur Park. Yeah, you know? you're right. We didn't get any ballads this season, did we? No. Wow. Huh. Did we in season nine? I yes. know that we did. Yeah, um, we we got. Uh, oh no, Greenlight was Greenlight um, was All Stars three, All Stars three, and that was Wrecking Ball two. Mm -hmm. um, go back. <coughs> worth going back, and we can take a look and out see what the season nine mm -hmm. ballads. Were. Maybe that'll be a fun little project. Is how this lip sync songs changed? Yeah. over the seasons, right? I don't know, Marys. What do you think? Yeah, um, uh, yeah. It's like what? Like the, it's like they're selling more than they are uh, giving a good lip sync, right? And I think there's also that feeling of like. Much like the finale, they have to give them these songs that are going to create moments. Yeah. Whereas you can't guarantee a moment from Green Light or from right. Black Velvet, you right. know? Um, in fact, the only reason Black Velvet's so good is because of Juju Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I think that's not trusting the talent of the queens, yeah. you know? Um, totally. Yeah. It's like, no, pick a really good song. Yeah. And yeah, and you pick a Pound the Alarm, you pick a This Will Be, and even, you know, who knew Dita was going to do that? No. But it's such a great song, you knew it was going to be fun. Sure. You know? Well, yeah, it's a great song. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's about taste, but like with ballads, it allows the audience to just be like, okay, I'm going to watch your mouth now, mm -hmm. and I'm going to try to feel something from you. Right. Are you really singing? You know, then it becomes like that. Yeah. And that's what I always love. And I'll go back to this scene, which I think you should do on In the Details, mm -hmm. is that scene from Mulholland Drive the lip sync scene. Mm -hmm. um, she still haven't seen. So. You have to see that mm -hmm. scene in the theater. Mm -hmm. It is so good. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's everything you need it to be. Mm -hmm. All right. You will weep. Ooh, baby. Um, um, but yeah, again, lip syncing and singing is about connecting with the words. Mm -hmm. Even, and in that, in that particular scene, she's singing in Spanish. I didn't know what, what it meant, mm -hmm. but I felt something. Right. Which right. is why I think you need to watch that scene because it's about singing and, and and connecting mm -hmm. yeah and about like what you can express beyond language exactly mm -hmm. yeah exactly <clears throat> yeah i hear you i think um you know i think in terms of like what like it what's a good lip sync song i mean i feel like we um i think there were some songs this season that were just like that just like wasn't a good choice like i think when i think of a good lip sync song i think that there has to be places to play and places to riff yeah. and like opportunities to do something you know right i mean break free I'm going to go back to Candy Ho. Sure. Um, it's a great song. Mm -hmm. I lip sync to that song whenever it comes on. It's a great song. It has the beat drops. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's great. Um, I loved Ain't No Other Man. I thought Ain't No Other Man was a great lip sync song mm -hmm. with, with a great moment that could have happened. And oh, yeah. she delivered. Mm -hmm. um, I think uh, Best of My Love by The Emotions. That was between Eureka and Calorie. And oh. Eureka kind of did that shaking thing. Oh, yeah. You know, it was okay. Eureka kind of sold that one for yeah, me. Yeah, she figured it out. That was the out. closest to a ballad we were going to get. Yeah. I'd love to see Eureka do a ballad. 
What would right? she do? Right. I mean, yeah, because I feel like we saw the intensity in that lip sync that if she really got to slow down and be in it, I I think that she we could see like a, another side of Eureka that maybe would excite us more. Yeah, you know. Um, we also got uh, "Man, I Feel Like a Woman" by Shania Twain. Yeah, um, um, which is like oh, like oh, it's sort of like an oak. Of course, of course, they did that song. Sure, yeah. and I don't think Mayhem did that song the way that a drag queen should do that song. Right. It's and like then, no, 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 no. You're a man in a dress. Right. Yeah. Own it, and and Monet was a drag queen in pants. Right, couldn't get out of them. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, exactly. Um, I'm coming out by Diana Ross. Yeah, again, like a good opportunity for a queen, mm-hmm. but uh, very much a moving song. Yeah, I I feel like it's like a moving around. Song. Yeah, I feel like it's not it's not like a pound the alarm where there's like there's like you. I just think the volume has to be louder. Like it just has to be bigger. Yeah, it's a drag song. Yeah, it's about know? vocals. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cut to the Feeling I think was an amazing choice Yes That is just so unfortunate it For is. Monique That's such a great song That and the other one That I couldn't think of the name of The other Carly Rae Jepsen song Which is um, Can't think of it again But you guys know what I'm talking about Call the, Me Maybe The one with the saxophone At the beginning Um Oh, I'm 800 years old. I can't think of what the name is. If I said the name, would you know Mm -hmm. it? Marys, I know. Give me a second. I'll get there, Marys. Um, But so I I feel like that song is also one that's like, oh, there's this beat. Yes. You know, there's a lot of really cool words Mm -hmm. that are fun to get your mouth around. Oh, that's a great lip sync song. Um, So not Cut to the Feeling. No. It's not Good Time. No. It's not I Really Like You. No. Run Away With Me. Yes. Okay. I love Run Away With Me. (laughs) It's so good. Like, that is definitely, like, a last chance lip sync I'm waiting for. Okay. Mm-hmm. Run away with me. Yeah. Um, well, it's not going to be today's, but maybe no, it you know, won't. some other time. Deep tease. Um, groove, in the, groove is in the Heart had a lot of promise. Mm-hmm. You loved it. I loved it. I think it could have gone somewhere else, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just not as vocal for me. Mm-hmm. It's more of a dance. Monet could probably do a lot of fun things with that okay. song. There you go. I think she... Monet's, Fantastic. She, yeah, she's a pizza queen. Yeah. yeah. Um, New Attitude by Patti LaBelle. Oh, I kind of actually did enjoy that because I, you know, because I love Eureka looking like the ant from Home Alone <laughs> in a split. Sweeping. <laughs> yeah. And slamming the floor yeah. with her hand. That moment when, that's a, that's a nuance that's I love. Nuance. Is, is when Eureka slams the floor with her hand sure. and she's got that like, we're forgetting Kevin and we're going to Paris, <laughs> you know, that look. And I just, um, I just love that. I love that moment. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, oh, that was, yeah, sure. Yeah. I, again, I wasn't crazy about the, the lip sync song. I like the song, mm-hmm. but like, if you're going to pick a Patti LaBelle song, like you're going to pick that one. Right. There are, yeah, there are some options. Yeah. Right. yeah like yeah. lots of others. Mm-hmm. Um, Good as Hell by Lizzo is a great, oh, great song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Monet really didn't deliver the, because yeah. of that split run mm-hmm. thing that she did that yeah. I guess RuPaul didn't like. Um, yeah, I was. I, that song's great. Mm-hmm. Who was she up against that one? Cameron. Oh, that's right. That's right. And of course. she did the, the 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 you know Roman candle ab workout. Oh, I thought that was against Cracker. Okay. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. 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 It's a lot of lip syncs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, Nasty Girl. Oh yeah. Was Evil Twins um, uh, was uh, Cameron and Cracker. Yeah, I mean it's a great song. I no. I I do kind of like no. the Anaya Day version is way better. Okay. For a lip sync, I understand. I'm not trying to read Vanity Six. They're classic. Sure. But the Anaya Day version is draggier and bigger. Yeah. So they did pretty well with lip syncs. Mm-hmm. There just weren't any ballads. Yeah. Yeah. So I want more ballads. Um, unpopular opinion, I understand. You mm-hmm. know, a lot, I think a, some of our Marys have written in and be like, nah, we don't like ballads. I'm like, right. okay, well, all right. Sorry. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. showbiz. That's showbiz. Yeah. Um, and then I think, uh, I think they need to get better on remembering that this is a fun 
show and it's a drag show. Mm-hmm. And if you're too heavy handed in the queer issues, um, meaning like pushing them, yeah, they just don't come off as authentic. They become saturated and they also feel exploitative. Mm-hmm. So instead of allowing a queen to just like, yep, this is this is coming out in a conversation that I'm having. Use this footage. Yeah, I think that is. Uh, more responsible and kinder. Mm -hmm. The fact that Blair St. Clair, you know, I I can't help but feel like maybe that was kind of pushed. Yeah. I know she was ready to do it. Mm -hmm. I don't discount any of that kind of power Mm -hmm. um, and her choice in that matter. But I also feel like, and then she went home. So it Mm -hmm. it seemed kind of like, oh, do this. Right. You know? It's it's tricky, right? Like, yeah, I I think in that situation if she was feeling like this was coming up and I need to talk about it, it's like, it's just, it's hard because those situations often are produced and it's also, a and very, it's important to have them, right? Especially right. with straight people watching mm-hmm. this, more straight people that don't really know these experiences. Mm-hmm. And it's a very vulnerable, you know, situation to bring that up, especially if you might be going home. Like I think, I think in general, drag race in general is a hard place to bring these issues up because they're never going to have enough time to talk about it. Right. It's never going to feel like enough. Yeah. And so, yeah, I hear you. I applaud them wanting to address the issues, but like you you can't like you can't rush Thanksgiving dinner. If you're going to do Thanksgiving, then you need to like take the time to cook the meal and savor it, but you can't treat it like fast food. Right. You know. I think um I I I'm so thankful for Monique Hart and Monet mm-hmm. um because of their talking heads. I mean, there were so many moments throughout the season that I laughed out loud because of certain queens. And mm-hmm. I think that's a credit to Drag Race mm-hmm. and RuPaul's brand that they are able to find these interesting queer people that are now in my life, you yeah. know, in some way. Like, I am so thankful for the show for bringing a queen like Monique Hart into mm-hmm. my head. Yeah, I now know about her. Exactly. I now can, like, draw from her in terms of, like, inspiration or entertainment or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. so I, I I love that aspect of this show. Um, and I think that I want that to be the forefront. It's just mm-hmm. like, yep, we're bringing you these queens and look how fucking amazing they are. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and they got into a fight here. Oh, and these people clashed here. Keep all that. Fine. Sure. Allow issues to become issues and allow uh, conflicts to be conflicts and whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think to push them, I I, I can see it now. And I think more people are savvy mm-hmm. with how reality shows are filmed and what that's all about. So why don't we just pull the curtain back yeah. and be like, yep, here it is. Mm-hmm. You love these queens. You hate these queens. Root for them. Here's this competition. Sure, sure. I mean... And th- there's aspects of that, of that that I still see in Drag Race. But as the past three seasons have been going on, and I, I'm counting All-Stars 3 as one of those seasons, I just feel like there's a little less joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's part of... That's is an that integral stakes? part of, res- yeah. of the recipe is, is the joy of this. And right. And finding the joy, you know, and I think that that is important. I think it's funny because my my what could they do better was like the opposite. I mean, um, and I don't know how they do this. I just think that like in some way you have to address the racism oh. in the fandom. Oh, so not on-, on the show. None of this RuPaul. I'm not even going to get into this, Marys. I am talking about the voracious, toxic racism in the drag race fandom. Yeah, I don't know what. Um, I just don't think that it's gone completely 
unaddressed yeah. that anything is better than nothing. Right. You know? And I don't know how you do that. I am not a producer of the well, show. Well, Cracker, Cracker, certainly, and Aja and uh, Aquaria, mm-hmm. like, these queens are coming forward and being like, please don't do that. You're not a fan of mine. Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. You know, things mm-hmm. that Valentina didn't do. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like, okay, we need more of those voices. Certainly. And then we also now need some people that are producing this show. Mm-hmm. Sure. Don't change anything on the show because mm-hmm. if if you're saying this is authentic and there's you know no weird optics that you're creating, mm-hmm. at least address when there's something bad that happens. If you're gonna do social justice corners and you're gonna be try to be, to be topical every season, I can't think of anything more topical and that it directly affects this whole kind of world and community and whatnot of talking about the double standards that black queens face down to social media followers like why would you not have a moment to talk about that right and to just well and not even on the show but in some way but i think it'd be great to have it in the workroom to call it right away and, and to make it as important as it was to talk about pulse and as important as it is to talk about all the other issues I this yeah, is real absolutely you know? um, I think it's been going on since I mean before I can even remember but I remember it really uh, palpably with uh, Nina Bonita Brown mm-hmm. yeah I mean of course you know it, it started with Tyra Sanchez sure. you know it, oh it start- sure thank you and and that is I mean we have maintained this that much of what even when we have not agreed I have said fuck you Tyra Sanchez yeah. because <laughs> of the drag on thing I'm owning that but we have never changed our story here that this is a reaction right this is not tyra being a problem sure it is problematic how she's not responding but like this is real and i think that addressing it in the workroom in some way in a social justice corner doesn't take away from the joy either right because i think we're addressing how queens are reacting to racism mm-hmm. ra- and especially even just being careful on the show i think mm-hmm. of cameron michaels like she's careful on the show because mm-hmm. of many many reasons if not just the producers using thing it's things against her but then the fan reaction mm-hmm. so it's like that's pretty smart and it's like we're reading how she's reacting to what is actually right. making queens act this react this way right it's right. like what the vixen said it's like why don't we focus on these on the fans that are coming for these people right Right, because it just it's gone completely unaddressed, except by the queens, and it's not their responsibility. Yeah, you know, like it just isn't. I just think, but at the same time, I mean, and I think this is a valid point in the sense that, like, yeah, these are queens that are are taken out of their local hometown bars mm-hmm. that aren't ready for or have maybe don't have the skills yet mm-hmm. to handle and deal with the voracious hate that celebrities get on a daily basis. They yeah. get death threats. Mm-hmm. Whether they're white, black, female, male, whatever, mm-hmm. a fan that is obsessed with them. Right. It's you for know? all kinds of reasons. For sure. We talked about this of like, yeah, having that kind of mental health support before you go on the show and yeah. then after you're on the show. Right. Um, yeah. But, but so like, so you're also, there's also that element of things here mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, but at the end of the day, Yes, you're on this platform and you're making money and that comes at a cost. Yeah. So it's like figure out a support system, mute people, mm-hmm. figure out how to do it. And if you know that racism exists, yes, racism, racism exists and you're going to face it. Mm-hmm. You have to have tools to get around it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying we can't solve that. Right. But right. like, what are we saying here? Uh, we have to solve racism because drag fans are racist. Right. No, it's it, like we, we we're trying Mary, mm-hmm. you know? I, yeah. I think it's to me, the way I look at it is like, do I think that this is going to like solve the larger? No, like this is just like, this is just filthy water. That's like made its way into this, 
you know, channel. You know yeah, what I mean? We have to start cleaning it out. Right. It's not, this isn't going to solve the larger problem of the pollution of, of racism. But I think that there is just a matter of you, you just have to, you have to say it. You have to name it. You have to call yeah. it out. You have to start. Nobody is. Yeah. It, there is such a difference between. I mean, nobody, I mean, higher ups. Yeah. Of, of addressing it versus in some small way versus not at all. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, and, and also I feel like so often it's categorized as like, oh, all the hate on Reddit. And it's like, that is such a myth. Like, not to be, like, I just, I just feel like if you're going to call it out, like, call it out where it exists. It's not on Reddit. Right. Um, that's on actually, Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, that's where, like, some of the best conversations about the show that's are happening. Right. Yeah. And a lot of the memes, I mean, all sure. the memes, I think, really start there. Yeah. All the, all the really good ones, in my opinion. I think they're good at kind of policing some of the, the toxicity. Yeah. They are so good at it. They do not tolerate it. And... I think, yeah, it's Instagram, it's Facebook, it's Twitter. It, that's where the toxicity really lives. It's easy, though, to moderate those discussions, right? Reddit, I mean, yes, you can just delete comments. You can just ban people. You yeah. can shut down Twitter, threads. Twitter, you can't. Mm -hmm. I mean, Unfortunately, can... Twitter is allowing racist people to stay on. Yeah, yeah, like the president. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, yeah, facts so... are facts, America. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's crazy. I, I, don't, I don't know what the solution would be. Because if you say like, okay, RuPaul says something, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, RuPaul says something. Is it going to be good enough? Well, I think if we go back to what happened with the Guardian interview, right? Sure. Like the, the expectation was you need to address this. We need to know that you're hearing us. Right. And I feel like did that solve it? Has that changed casting? Probably not. Well, you know, and I, I go back to a sentiment of yours, Colin, is mm -hmm. that like... I don't engage with racist people. Mm -hmm. Like I, they, they are a bowl of hair that I will not change. Sure. So it's almost like I would think of RuPaul as having a similar reaction of like, mm -hmm. well, what do you want me to say? They're fucking garbage. Yeah, I know, but I think it's like making an official statement because RuPaul can say that, but oh, what privilege that is to just say it's garbage. It's yeah, it is privilege. It's like, well, you're not dealing with any of you're not on the front lines of this, right? And and that so it's. It's different. It's not that RuPaul. I'm sure he gets plenty of hateful comments, but like, if if he's gonna if we're gonna call him mother, then you have a responsibility. I, I see what you mean there. Mm -hmm. um, I you know I go back to the sports question that I asked last week, where it's like, do sports fans or do sports figures get hate from fans? That's you know awful. Mm -hmm. Yes. Absolutely, they do uh, mm -hmm. from some of our Marys. Uh, a special shout out to Sister Mary uh, Stephen. Yes, um, yeah, for the grand slam of information. There you go. Yeah. We're both tennis fans. Um, but I, uh, th you don't see the NFL or the WTA or the ATP like making any sweeping mm -hmm. statements to fans. Like, hey, stop acting like this. Right, and I think that like Drag Race as like potentially one of the most diverse shows on television, like. They could be bif they could be different. They could be better. Yeah. They can they can address it. You right. know. I mean, I think that like what goes on in sports and all that like that is a whole other world. I can't even like wrap my little brain around. Yeah. If you're gonna have all these challenges and all this rhetoric on the show about um, anti-Trump and anti-fascism mm -hmm. and things like that, like we'll make the connection, Mary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If, if the if season ten was so dedicated to making references to what's going on in America and, and making political statements and having Nancy Pelosi on like they are not shying away from the from the current issues except this one yeah that's directly affecting I, I would love show. to hear why yeah. I would love to hear why mm -hmm. is it because they are just powerless do they just not want to offend their racist white fans yeah, and their money right? you exactly. know like and I'm not laying that at like RuPaul's feet but like 
it's a genuine question. It's not because, even RuPaul. It's the other no, producers working around the show. Yeah, exactly. He's because in many like, ways he's like the puppet. Yeah, he's you the know? figurehead. Totally. It's he is. I mean, that's the thing to remember when we say RuPaul. It really is the empire. Sure. It's not like it's RuPaul's brand himself doing yeah. it. Um, but World yeah. of wonder. Yeah, exactly. Um, I just think that like that is a truth. Is that these you know racist fans will also pay tickets to go see shows. On Moss, you know, yeah. and uh, large groups of people have proven in the past that, like, if they don't like your stance on something, you know, around race or religion or politics, then they will just stop spending their vote with you, you right, know? Right. And I think as Drag Race is trying to get bigger and bigger and bigger, they have no choice but to appeal to a larger and larger audience. With money. With money. Yeah. And I mean, you like to believe that, you know, business is not so insidious. Yeah, um, but you wonder is. what those conversations are in, mm-hmm. in, in the, the workroom of World of Wonder with RuPaul. And it's yeah. like, I'm sure they're talking about it. I'm sure they've talked about it. I'm sure that there's been conversations about how to address this. And maybe it'll come up in season 11. Yeah. Um, I just think that yeah. like... I think we have to like allow a space and, uh, and, keep, and keep asking for it. Mm-hmm. I think it's like if, if they didn't talk about Pulse in season nine, it would have felt weird. Right. Because it was so current and sure. so real and yeah. affected them and affected the queens directly in some ways, you know? Right. Um, this doesn't feel that different in terms of immediacy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I wonder um, I wonder with with this season uh, what, what what changes will bring. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that this season was filmed too soon after All-Stars 3. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering what season 11 is going to hold in terms of the reaction from oh, All-Stars sure. 3 and, and season 10. Yeah, because this was filmed a while ago. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, I Yeah, maybe things have gotten worse. I, I do know that Michelle and RuPaul on the podcast talk about uh, Twitter hate. And mm-hmm. all RuPaul says is, I just mute them. Yeah. Because... Even blocking them is giving them what they want. They want to be blocked. Yeah. Who is uh, Grizzly, Grizzly Kiki? Kiki. Was talking yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you just mute them, you know, it's it's also not solving the problem, mm-hmm. but it is uh, it is a tactic, right? It's, it's, it's a survival tactic. It's cutting the oxygen off from the fire a little bit. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so who knows? Yeah. Um, I just hope that it doesn't get serious. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, sometimes it's like things don't change until something happens, you know, right. and like I certainly don't want that. I don't yeah. think that's necessary. No way. But I mean. There's there's so many stories of it's like all right it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility we saw this coming yeah yeah, right. yeah like this, this has is been not, bubbling yeah 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 we'll see how it goes um, you know I do in, in terms of like what do they need to get better on these are big asks they're not too micro they're mm-hmm. big yeah I think they're broader themed except for maybe the ballad lip syncs which sure. I think is like. You know, it's just like a suggestion box. Right. Like, hey, exactly. By the way, this would be nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. These are just kind of hopes for where a drag race is heading. Um, mm-hmm. I'm still going to watch drag race. Um, yeah. I, I, I am because I do believe in these queer stories. I do love that. I get to meet these queer people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it will, it will give me more reason to go out and meet local Queens. Right. It does make me understand more of the gender spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm uh, constantly thinking about that stuff now. Yeah. I'm constantly thinking about these performance artists as artists, mm-hmm. right? And not just someone to laugh at. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to see a political performance art done by a drag queen. That's, uh, you know, invoking gender politics along with social politics you yeah, know or yeah. race politics like I, I it's it's great yeah. um so and i think that's all because of this the emergence of of rupaul's empire of this brand yeah um yeah, I, I certainly got like a lot out of season 10 in that way yeah like, i learned a lot and i my mind was expanded and, and i the asked the new looks questions were great 
There yeah. were so many great looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think it's just that thing that like, it's that ongoing conversation. I mean, everyone, it's either like, oh, drag race has changed. It's not what it used to be. And, you know, and, and I hear all of that. I think that's, that's showbiz. I think, you know, living in New York, it's the same experience. You're just kind of like, well, you're watching a reality show. Yeah. Right. Like, and it's, they're, they're kind of also trying to not be like cookie cutter every season. Yeah. I think it's a hard balance. Um, I'm going to keep watching because, yeah. yeah, because I love these queens. And even if this season I kind of, you know, was a little unhappy with RuPaul, it's not unforgivable. I mean, you should be able and willing to question the people you look up to. I think so. Otherwise you're falsely, you know, you're just blindly following them. Yeah. Um, and even if that means you do get a little tough on them sometimes, you know, <laughs> it's like Rue's gotten tough on those girls. Yeah. You know, fine. I don't want to hear any more goddamn excuses. Fine. I don't and want to hear any more goddamn hypocrisy. And it's not that I don't hear RuPaul's side. It's like, mm-hmm. sure, you got to where you are by doing what you're doing. You're going to give that advice to somebody else. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And there's a problematic nature of that, that many, many think pieces are being written about and people are speaking out about, which is great mm-hmm. because yeah. they're allowed to. It, it, at least it gets people asking questions yeah. and thinking and not like blindly and if you don't, following and, an idea. And, yeah, and if you want to just be like, yep, RuPaul was right. Okay, fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's one way to live in the world. Right. Um, but I, I think that we're all mature enough to know that yeah, there's many ways to live in this world. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if I don't agree with you. Yeah, and you know, I this kind of brings me to something I was thinking about and go with me on this little journey here, right? So we're watching Drag Race. Drag Race, we're consuming media. This is queer media. Mm-hmm. First point I'll make is that because it's queer media and us as queer people, we want it to be perfect. Yeah, we want yeah. it to reflect us. Mm-hmm. We want it to reflect what we want. We and want so, them to get it right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows that there are many opinions on that. Mm-hmm. In whatever walk of life you are, mm-hmm. you are going to be reflected differently. That's also what's beautiful about being queer and the queer identity is that the queer identity is always evolving mm-hmm. and being queer is an individual thing. Right. So when we see something on TV as, oh, this is queer media, if you if that's not you and it doesn't resonate with you, right. you don't have to eat it. You don't have to right. watch it. You don't have right. to consume it. So then I went to this like type of food. Like If we're consuming media, mm-hmm. it's like we... We consume a type of food, right? So in this case, a brand of food. Mm-hmm. So you might try it. You might go to your local bodega or deli and mm-hmm. you might try this brand of food and be like, oh my God, I love this. And you get it every time you go to the bodega. And then the more you eat it and still love it, you're like, hmm, I wonder what, I wonder what these like, these like, these little ingredients are. Mm-hmm. Like, how is this made? Right, right. Because you're like, you're like, I know this yeah. is made of bananas and peanut butter, but like, like, why is this brand better than this brand? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to look at these ingredients, right? So you find out maybe, you know, A, you just keep eating it, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, okay, these are the ingredients. Yeah. I love it. Now I know. Right. Yeah. B, you stop eating it and look for a brand that has less of the bad small ingredients, right? Mm-hmm. The, main ing- the main ingredients are great. Drag queens, mm-hmm. lip syncs, looks. Sure. You just want them flavored or created differently. Yeah. Right. Or maybe more organic, less manufactured. Exactly. Less, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Less processed. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's B. You could just stop eating it and go to another brand. Mm-hmm. C, you can ignore the bad small ingredients because you also saw that the other main ingredients were great and still and just like love that brand. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you know what? I uh, I don't really like the MSG in this, but right. like, 
the, the way that this banana tastes is so good. Yeah, Michelle talks about that. Where like certain foods where she's like, ugh, I know it has all these things in it, but I just love it. I just have to have it. And it's like, okay. You know what? Yeah. It's like, okay, it's there and it's mm-hmm. at my local bodega and it's, you know, it's cheap and it's right there and all my friends like it. So I'm mm-hmm. just going to get that when I go out to the parties, right. you know? Right, but I've accepted a little bit of imperfection. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's D. You can eat all the brands, girl, because they're potato chips. You know what I mean? Dark russets. <laughs> Dark russets, we back at that big dipper. So it's 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 an idea of like critical thinking, mm-hmm. right? When we're consuming media, you have a choice. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I think it's great when we criticize that brand of potato chips because it's like, no, this this makes you you poop blood actually. Yeah. Ugh. So don't eat that. Even that happened. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, well, you had beets, Mary. Oh, it, uh, it was just beets, guys. It was just, <laughs> just beets. beets. Yeah. Jokes on you. I don't poop. Uh, yeah. Give me a beet. <laughs> yeah. <right>. Um, <laughs> Talk about nasty. <laughs> <laughs> now that's what you could do for a lip sync. Oh my God, right? Beats. Beats. <laughs> beats, beats, beats. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so like I, I, I think that we're allowed uh, very much so mm-hmm. to criticize these brands and, you know, be like, no, I don't like this brand anymore. Right. I want this type of brand. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But am I going to like totally hate others for like still eating that brand? It's like. Okay, well, no. unless that brand is killing the world, right? right, or doing something bad to the environment, right, mm-hmm. you know, which is, in a, in a sense, people are worried that Drag Race is doing that, mm-hmm. and they're speaking out. You know, this yeah. idea of, like, the Glamazonian drag being the standard. Sure, sure. That and it affecting set. other local queens and mm-hmm. things like that, right? Yeah, yeah, that it's set an idea of, like, what drag is supposed to be. But all that means, Mary, is that we just need more brands of drag to consume. I mean, that's, right? Like, that's kind of what we want, right, is, like... I don't I don't need drag race to be everything. I would prefer to have multiple shows because when drag race is over, oh there's Dragula. Oh, there's Drag Race Thailand. Yeah. Oh, I've got eighty hours a week to watch the Switch. I'll go watch that. <laughs> it's just like a lot of content. Um it, but like you have options. Yeah. yeah. You have the Trixie and Katya show. Right. Like, or Katya and Trixie show. Yeah. Um you have uh Miss Cracker shows coming. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all the stuff on the Wow Presents Plus. Yeah. I mean I know people like read that, but it's like, guys, it's five dollars a month for like It's drag content. It's all drag content. I'm not even like I'm not even selling it. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I sound like I'm selling it right yeah. now. I just think like as a, as a as a subscriber, you also have power to petition for other shows. Yeah, because it's like they produce a lot of these in the world of Wonder Basement. They could change it up. Right. It's a green screen, and, green screen, and a queen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe you want All Right Mary on Wow Plus. Maybe you do. <laughs> Maybe you should just write in and let them know. Um, nuance. Yeah. Nuance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we'll call it the Ella and Marco show. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Ella's looking like Uh, He's sleeping Residuals Um, So anyway I just wanted to Kind of bring that To kind of Start to end Or end this discussion Mm -hmm. Of where Where Drag Race is going Because it's like If Drag Race Doesn't veer off course Or it keeps going In this one direction I do hope that There's spinoffs So that everybody Can kind of consume This art form In a different way Yeah And if you don't like Drag Race Don't watch it Easy peasy. Yeah. yeah. I don't mean, watch it. Don't support it. Well, go support a local drag queen. Exactly. Yeah. Spend your Thursday nights at a local drag show. Yeah. Easy. Done. Yeah, that's not showing drag race. <laughs> right, that's, that's, I guess that's true. I guess you're right. They maybe go on a Friday. Yeah. yeah um, that's yeah. true. Um, but yeah, I mean, exactly. You have the options. No one's forcing you to watch it. I also feel like, you know, I know a lot of people are saying, eh, I might be done. I might be kind of over this. And I get it. Yeah. I also think like just perspective, because I'm feeling a lot of that. And I have a podcast all about drag race. I also know that All Stars 3 and Season 10 were a lot of drag race. Yeah. And a lot happened. And I might just kind of be like, 
too much of a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just full. Yeah. I just don't want any more right, right now. Right, right, right. Just mm-hmm. remember that we got to meet Monique Hart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's still. We got to see Aja's death drop from five feet in the air. Yeah, is she going to jump from there? Yeah. Is she yeah. going to jump from there? So yeah. I think like. Is she going to release those butterflies? Right. Like, I mean, I think a lot of people after all. Oh, God. Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. Um, I think a lot of people after All Stars 3 were really done after the whole Shangela yeah. thing. And then I think it was like, okay, I just needed to get those feelings out and like honor them. And that's fine. Yeah. But like, I'm glad we have like six months to kind of like process. Right. And then maybe like. Maybe come back or not. Sure. And if and hopefully. But if anything, I'm happy to support a queer economy because mm-hmm. that's what I see this as. Yeah, totally. It actually is a queer global economy. And yes, it's starting with drag, right? So women, gay women aren't necessarily invited to the party yet. Mm-hmm. And we need to get them more involved. Mm-hmm. You need to start, you know, going into uh, this with a mindset of like, where are the lesbians? Mm-hmm. Where are where are the non-binary queens that are creating media? Because we know they're out there. They're listening to us. They're writing in. Yes. We, I mean, I feel like in, if you look at like the audience that we have and who is engaged and who is interested and in, in, like to the point of contacting us, it is so often is it women? Yes. Is it you know straight or or otherwise? Right. But I feel like I feel like so often the sort of like female I don't know I'm not getting something wrong here, but you know what I mean. Um, the the sort of female fan base gets railed on. And like immediately looked at it as like the problem, and like oh god, like like women sort of represent the like dilution of the drag race fandom. Oh, I see what you, you know mean. what I mean. Like it's this it's this misogyny. It is that gets brought in when it's like, uh, yes, I agree. There are bachelor bachelorette parties that are really frustrating, and there's lots of women who agree with that. Yeah. Um. There's lots of gaggles of bitchy gay men that piss me off. Yeah. So can't like, stand it. Yeah. So like, let's not focus on one problem here there's just people who are annoying right of all colors shapes sizes and genders yeah problematic Um, yeah but i think i think it is totally fair to recognize how drag race speaks to women and how it can like women like women yeah and how it can continue to you know because it's a whole show about female expression like celebrating like these parts of 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 women yeah right yeah so like beauty yeah um, and I, again, I don't know how anyone does that. It's just bringing up like feelings, things that seem relevant. Yeah. And however, the show wants to do that because obviously they're listening. Um, it's up to them. Yeah, I mean, again, this this queer economy that's starting, uh, it it's certainly not diverse yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's diverse in many ways in terms of race, but like I just think in in terms of gender, like I think we're getting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we need to we need to create a space somehow. Yeah, uh, we need to work to help to create a space. I mean, it only benefits in that there's just more drag. There's more opportunities to see drag and enjoy drag and celebrate it. Like yeah. opening the doors just gives us more drag content. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, Mary's. That's all we got. That's season ten. Season ten. And I gotta tell you, and facts are facts. America. <laughs> Nevertheless, we are wiggling on to Drag Race Thailand. Yes, yes. very excited. Yes, me too. We and, and we do have a, another exciting episode coming out very soon. Um, we have been kind of teasing this on Twitter, but we have both seen Nanette, mm. and we cannot wait to talk about yes. Nanette. Yes. So that is coming very soon. That will be a bonus episode for all yes. Marys. This is a this is an all skate. Yes. Yeah. If you are a subscriber to All Right Mary, you will hear this if you choose to. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we just, we are so gooped and gagged about Nanette and mm. like would love to hear from you guys too because like, there's something about Nanette that feels so like 
specific to so many things we've talked about to now and like resonates with me yeah. in so many oh, ways God, right? and I, when I think about the people we've talked to who listen to this show I think this is speaking to so many people yeah you know it's so important yeah so that's happening um, so Mary's if you have any thoughts on season 10 we certainly want to hear some of your superlatives uh, you know your favorite lip sync favorite main challenge favorite mini challenge favorite runway look uh you know, who have you reconsidered? Your favorite queen, your favorite quote, deep cuts, most memorable moment, your favorite nuance, nuance moment. moment. Um, what do you hope for next season? Uh, we want to hear it from you. Um, you can tell us one thing. You can tell us two things. Uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter at All Right Mary or probably more likely All Right Mary Podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com. Uh, and you can find me on Instagram at Johnny Also. And you can find me, you can find me on In the Details, a celebration of nuance, my new podcast. You can subscribe to that now if you want. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Colin Drucker. And you can also reach me via email about In the Details at In the Details Pod at gmail.com. All right, Mary. And you can get more of both of us at patreon.com backslash all right, Mary, um, where you know if you're a subscriber. And if you're not, you find out now, you will get a bonus episode every single week. That's right. We just did the Stepford Wives, and we're about to do. Um, we just did big business. Oh, we just did big business. And we are about to do Clock Watchers. Yes, that's right. Stepford Wise was a week ago. We did big business, and now we're doing Clock Watchers. Yes. Which is, Ugh. I mean... Lisa Kudrow, Tony Collette, Parker Posey. Alana Yubak. Alana Yubak. I mean, these are alums. Yes. These are amazing women. And like, this is 1997. I know. Like, I had a moment, and we'll talk about it in the episode, where I, like, I had to pause it and go, I just got Tony Collette, Lisa Kudrow, Parker Posey, Alana Ubach, and Debbie Joe Rob. Debbie Joe Rob. In like a five minute window. Yeah. I had to slow myself down. <laughs> I was getting close. So. Oh, Mary. Yeah. Oh, I was God. having a Mary gasm. There you <laughs> go. Um, the other exciting thing with um, Matreon supporters or Patreon supporters um, is we are adding another level yes. um, to our uh, Patreon subscriptions. Um, once, maybe twice a month, we will be putting out. Uh, Quan, uh, Quan, fan-based questions, uh, uh, videos. Yeah. So you will get delivered a video of Colin and I in the flesh, perhaps yes. with a cat or two, maybe. Um, in the flesh, answering your questions. Yeah. Um, so Mary's, keep them coming. What do you want us to discuss mm -hmm. on these fan-based questions? They can be. Anything, and we'll kind of choose from yeah. there. Right, right. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll pick yeah. and choose. But what do you want to hear? What do you want to see us talk about? What do you want answered? What, like, yeah, what do you want this to be? Yeah. Um, and yeah, we will we will queen out on camera. Yeah. Yeah. These are on camera. So yes. we are going to broach from a podcasting radio mm -hmm. life, and you will now see our facial expressions. Yes. Of course, I'm on YouTube now, so I am. This is old. You're hat. on YouTube? I'm on YouTube, girl. Wait, what? What? Oh YouTube and OnlyFans. Oh my God, MeTube. Yeah. OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Oh, I wish. Oh, man. What an income. Oh, God. Uh, I think about that all the time. I think, like, oh, man. I what what if you were making like twenty thousand a month just, just from to like having sex on camera? Yeah, and and even maybe just jerking off on camera. Yeah, it's like ugh, crazy. Like I already do it in front of my computer anyway. <laughs> Turn on the webcam. 
Uh, I'm sure some Marys, uh, based on some of our interactions on social media, would love to see you in OnlyFans. Hey, on. if that's <laughs> patreon.com backslash all right, Mary. Oh, Mary. Uh, but anyway, Marys, uh, look out for that. That will be coming up soon if you would like to uh, change your subscription. Otherwise, if you are a $5 level Mary, you're, mm-hmm. nothing's going to change. If you're a $2 Mary, nothing's going to change. Yep. Um, so that's uh, all we got. Um, we will leave you with our last chance lip sync. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think we like discovered. Hey, we, well, we were doing the big business episode. One of the songs in the soundtrack was Higher Love by Steve Winwood. Love it. And we were like, are there any covers of this? And um, I then we found Whitney Houston yes. did a cover. That's right. And we got so emotional yeah. and we just wanted to dance with somebody. <laughs> um, we will always love Whitney for this. Sure. Um, sure. And I've run out of ideas of what Whitney Houston songs are. Made me feel like a million dollar bill. That's what I have to say about that song. <laughs> oh. Well, this is the Heartbreak Hotel. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So Whitney Houston, Higher Love is our last chance lip sync. This song, I think... Um, epitomizes I think what we all want from the world yeah um, especially from drag race you know and it really reminds us that like the children are the future <laughs> so treat them well and let them lead the way all right Mary I still believe um, uh, is that what it's called uh, maybe sure when oh when oh, you believe oh when, when you, you believe, believe. Yes. yeah yes you well, will when, you will when you believe you, you will when you believe you will feel like a million dollar bill there when can you believe. be miracles <laughs> yes <laughs> Is there a song from The Preacher's Wife? Oh, fuck it. Let's just close this. <laughs> see you next time, Mary. Bye. And especially if we don't see you in the off season, we'll see you next season, as oh. they say in uh, uh, League of the Road. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, racing. Yeah, we'll see you next season. Go get 30. Go get 30.